mighty father in the mighty name of Jesus Father we have come before you today to bless you and appreciate you and seek your counsel that you may bless the church with the understanding that the Messiah is coming. Father, open their hearts that they may choose righteousness and holiness and get to see the glorious kingdom of God in the mighty name of Jesus Amen and Amen Thank you so much Thank you indeed You can be seated in the presence of the Lord Hallelujah What a mighty day here today again Thank you doctor, my daughter Dr. Koech Thank you very much uh, The cripples are still walking Thank you for bringing them Dr. Koech, my daughter If there's anything I need to repent Let me know <laughs> Hallelujah Yes, we will talk, right? Thank you so much Everybody get somewhere to sit So we can get started Hallelujah. So yesterday we were here quite late. I only ask you the bishops to give me time, please. Mwangola, everybody, give me time. Just let me do the message of the Lord. Stay away from it. Just take the message, please. And uh, everybody, please, just let me do the message of the Lord. I don't have time. My time is out, right? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The bishops of Kenya, the Benhams, you know yourselves, the ones that always act up, you know. Please. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, this is a tremendous time. As I wait for you to get your seats, this is a blessed time in the history of the church. Because at this time, the Lord is speaking directly to the church and is instructing the church on the righteousness of the Lord is asking the church to prepare herself for the tremendous visitation of the coming of the Messiah. I am still saying these words as I look at you who are getting your seats. Just get your seats somewhere and sit. Those of you who are looking for seats, I'm waiting for you in the name of Jesus. And so the church is sitting on the verge of eternity. And at this time, 
na katika wakati huu she's receiving direct instruction on the coming of the messiah anapokea maagizo ya moja kwa moja kuhusiana na kukuja kwa mesia and so in that instructioning in that messaging that the lord is giving the church na hivyo basi katika hayo maagizo na huo ujumbe ambao bwana analipatia kanisa the lord has highlighted righteousness bwana ameinua uhaki holiness utakatifu right standing with god The Lord has talked about reverence, restoration of reverence. That reverence may be restored in the church. The fear of God. Because the Messiah is coming. Now yesterday. Yesterday we saw a tremendous conversation. Tuliona jana hiyo mazungumzo ya ajabu at which the Lord Jehovah ambayo bana Jehovah spoke about the condition of the church in speaking about the condition of the church Samuel chapter 9 1 to 13 Ilisoma katika kitabu cha Samweli wa pili mlango wa 9 mstari wa kwanza hadi 13 mali ambapo whereby Make sure you get your seats I'm waiting blessed uh, saints I bless you in the name of Jesus Tafadhali hakikisha umepata viti Make sure you get your seats just just help them ushers help them I know there is a bit of today is packed here Mashamu. Help somebody if they can get where to sit that will really help Msaidie Pole pole tafadhali And ushers also need to sit down and then we will get going na mashemanzi pia wanahitaji kuketi chini ili kwamba tuendelee. Haleluya. Haleluya. And so, naibo basi, yesterday I read from the book of 2 Samuel chapter 9. Jana hiyo nilikuwa nimesoma kitabu cha Samweli wa pili mlango wa tisa where there was a visitation of the king. Mali ambapo kulikuwa na mtembeleo wa mfalme. But before I did that. Lakini kabla nifanye hivyo. I spent quite some time yesterday raising the warning on the day of the coming of the Messiah. Nilichukua muda fulani mwingi kuzungumzia kuhusu ilani kuhusiana na kukuja siku ya kukuja kwa Messiah. And he said like a thief. Na akasema kama mwivi. And he said the door will close. Na akasema mlango utafungwa. So these are some of the highlights that capture the first session. Basi hizi ndizo sehemu za kunukuu ambazo zilishughulikiwa na ile sehemu ya kwanza. When he said. Aliposema that keep your garments on. Kwamba hebu ukavalie vazi lako. Blessed are those that keep their garments on. Wamebarikiwa wanaovaa mavazi yao. The garment of righteousness. Vazi la uhaki that they may not be shamefully exposed at that moment. Kwamba wasije wakaoneshwa aibu yao wakati huo. That is where the Lord raised a caution a warning to the church. Hapo ndipo ambapo Bwana aliiboa ilani na onyo kwa kanisa. But the day is coming. Kwamba siku inakuja. When my words will come true. Wakati ambapo maneno yangu yatakuwa ya kweli. Many of my words have come true. Mengi ya maneno yangu yametimia yamekuwa ya kweli. And these have all been a building they have been a building force towards one major fulfillment. 
tofauti na hii imekuwa kujenga kuelekea kwa kutimilizwa kwa jambo moja all prophecies you see i have given that have been fulfilled unabii wote ambao umeona nimepeana na umetimilizwa and uh, i think we are doing well now don't touch anything i see you are trying to do things we are doing well now if you mess me up it will be a problem i have a long someone please thank you until i tell you also uh, so so blessed people hivyo basi watu wabarikiwa Uh, like i said kama vile nilivyosema all prophecies fulfilled unabii wote umetimilizwa whether is earthquakes the signs of the beginnings of birth pain iwe ni mitetemeko ya ardhi ishara za mwanzo wa utungu the first asian tsunami ile tsunami ya kwanza ya haiti earthquake whichever the prophecy tetemeko la ardhi la haiti unabii wote ule Even the creep was walking when I give the prophecy and it does take place. Hata biweche wakitembea napopeana unabii na inatendeka. And I said all these prophecies are geared they, they they are all built up they are built up one major fulfillment. Na nikasema unabii wote unajenga kwa ile timilizo moja kubwa. The fulfillment of the mega prophecy. Utimilizo wa unabii mkubwa kabisa the day of the coming of the messiah siku ya kukuja kwa mesia and he saying naye anasema that that day kwamba siku hiyo is the reason you became a christian ndio sababu ambayo mlifanyika wa kristo is the reason you became born again ndio sababu ambayo uliokoka a christ follower became baptized and that is also the day for which the holy spirit was released hiyo ndio siku pia ambayo roho mtakatifu ambayo kwayo roho mtakatifu aliachiliwa and he saying the bible was written specifically for that day na anasema kwamba biblia iliandikwa haswa kwa ajili ya siku hiyo and so the lord is speaking in very powerful terms right now na hivyo basi bwana ananena katika njia ya ukuu sana wa sasa hivi about preparedness kuhusiana na utayari and that to me is a great disposition of love na hiyo kwangu mimi ni ule kufunuliwa kukubwa kwa upendo mkuu because the day we are talking about is supposed to be a stealthy day it's supposed to be a day like a thief it's a concealed thing kwa sababu siku tunayezungumzia inapaswa kuwa siku ya kama mwivi siku ambayo imnifiche it is hidden imefichwa because uh, it is hidden by the the the, the hidden counsel of the wisdom of god within the upper chambers of wisdom in heaven imefichwa katika ile shauri la hekima katika nyanja za juu za mbinguni and yet within that hiddenness now he is coming out and say look prepare 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 i think that is added grace na katika hiyo ufiche wake anajitokeza na kusema jiandae jiandae nafikiria kwamba huo ni wema ulioongezwa that is extraordinary grace that has been extended to the church hiyo ni neema isiyo ya kawaida ambayo imepanwa kwa kanisa and that's why now as we speak as a church na hiyo ndio sababu sasa tunapozungumza kama kanisa even in the nations of the earth hata katika mataifa ya ulimwengu there is no better time at which to be a born again christian than now hakuna wakati bora zaidi wa kuwa umeokoka na kuwa mkristo isipokuwa sasa because he's saying at this time kwa sababu anasema katika wakati huu the lord is exuding and establishing the authority of the cross and the blood of jesus bwana anainua na kuimarisha mamlaka ya msalaba na damu ya yesu and he has come out very clearly na amejitokeza wazi wazi kabisa even today i'm here with some cripples
leo hii nimetembea hapa na viwete watoto wadogo ambao daktari aliwaleta Dr. Koech presented at the door there ambao daktari Koech aliwawasilisha pale mlangoni Viwete kweli kweli kabisa wakiwa kwenye mavumbi wanajivuta wenyewe Cripples like Marion Chelangat viwete kama vile Marion Chelangat and the others and one of them is over there with a pen in the mouth over there na wengine na wengine wakiwa pale wakiwa na kitu mdomoni Asante sana. Asante sana. Thank you indeed. Asante kweli kweli. And so um in that way the Lord is saying that the religion of the cross kwamba ile dini ya msalaba sio ile is saying that the religion of the cross anasema kwamba dini ya msalaba is the one and only true religion right now on the earth ndio dini ya kipekee na ya kweli ulimwenguni sasa hivi that gives you hope ambayo inakupatia tumaini beyond the tombs zaidi ya makaburi and so that's why there's no greater time at which to be born again naibo basi hiyo ndio sababu hakuna wakati bora zaidi ambao kwao unapaswa kuokoka because the coming of the messiah is now becoming a reality you are seeing the preparation you seeing the forerunner events sasa inakuwa kwamba kukuja kwa Mesia kukawalisia unaona kwamba yale matukio ya utangulizi Yesterday in the context of that warning ilikuwa jana katika muktadha wa ilani hilo when the Lord sent me here to warn you that like a thief and the door will close wakati ambapo bana alinituma hapa kuwapa onyo kwamba atakuja kama mwivi like a thief and the door will close kama mwivi na mlango utafungwa and he saying at this time the door is open na anasema wakati mlango uko wazi let us make sure that you enter into eternity that He, is prepared for you hebu tuhakikishe kwamba unaingia katika umilele ambao umeandaliwa kwa ajili yenu but in that conversation i want to summarize a little bit for those who were not here yesterday lakini katika mazungumzo hayo ningependa kuweka kwa mktasari kwa ajili ya wale ambao hamkuwa hapa jana the lord spoke out very clearly bwana alinena wazi wazi kabisa when he said wakati aliposema in defining the condition of the church as at now katika kuelezea hali ya kanisa kufikia sasa he said alisema that there was a visitation of the king kwamba kulikuwa na mtembeleo wa mfalme and everything was a bit concealed in that conversation yesterday na kila kitu kilikuwa fiche katika mazungumzo hayo jana but now it's opening lakini sasa inafunguka because he said kwa sababu alisema King David Mufalme Daudi when he was finally enthroned according to the prophecy the Lord gave Wakati hatimaye aliwekwa katika enzi kulingana na unabii ambao ulipeanwa And King David was now sitting on the throne of David Na sasa Mfalme Daudi alikuwa ameketi katika enzi ya Daudi There's no more beautiful moment than to imagine King David sitting on the throne of David Hakuna wakati wa ajabu zaidi na wakupendeza ijapokuwa Mfalme Daudi ameketi katika uh, katika kiti cha cha Daudi. And so uh, And so King David was sitting on the throne of David. Na hivyo basi Mfalme Daudi alikuwa ameketi katika enzi ya Daudi. 
and at that place he made some pronouncements and I said it was a very unique time Israel was going through because at that time there was a king already but the king did not obey the instruction of the Lord and so then the Lord anoints another king so it was like two kings in one one kingdom in Israel. And so there was an inevitable conflict that was going to ensue. Because you could see that the Lord was now going to try to bring David into the throne of David. And you know the throne of David, a very central throne in the kingdom of God Almighty because when uh, the king comes the greater son of David the Messiah he will reign on the throne of David and so this was the kind of conversation at the time but we see that in acts that are by design now David accesses the throne he accesses the throne and Jonathan the crown prince of the throne the son of Saul King Saul Jonathan the way children like when two families are visiting for example then you see one, one child come taking another child come I show you what my daddy bought for me so somehow Jonathan began to like David and become a friend when two families are visiting so anyhow in that state then we saw very clearly that there was a prophetic act that the Lord was doing by design a prophecy he was giving by design when now Jonathan the crown prince in Hebrew we call him Yonatan, Yonatan. and so Jonathan the crown prince he takes the robe of the crown prince and remember the office of the crown prince is an, a distinctive office on his own accord. The crown prince is a position on his own, is an office. When the king has a son, and then the son of that king the, is a heir apparent, the one that is waiting for the throne. That office is a position by its own within the throne. It's a position. And so, there is a regalia that goes with it, a dressing that goes with it. There is a function that is assigned to it. And so, this is what was happening there. That now, Yonatan 
It takes the robes of the crown prince plus the belt. And, and I understand those belts are normally large belts, they like leather belt, and the and the gowns are long gowns. And, the, and the, their long gowns normally sometimes you see the this side is longer and so forth and then there's a shield and a sword and there must be a sheath of a sword a sheath where you take the sword and push in so this is what was happening there he gives him that dressing and the belt the sword and the bow and so in so doing now shepherd out there even by the time his father at the time when the prophet came to find who is the king here his father even kept him away because when you looked at him with your human eyes he did not make up your king material and so he was kept away he brought those that were sharp those who had shaved smooth I mean I don't know the arrangement but those who were you know could present you know? and so and then you see that the Lord looketh not as men look but men look on the outward the Lord looks from the inside he looks at the heart and so this is the kind of situation that was accruing there in our journey to define the position of the church then you see very clearly that now this rusty boy given this regalia given this official dressing of the crown prince so when he now goes into the palace into in the into the courts sasa, the courts of the palace sasa ikulu, where the crown is the king is yuko, look at this now what tazama, was concealed yesterday kile hiyo jana. by design he walks in and stands before the king and when he stands before the king you now don't see a rusty ruble a rusty ruby the one is in the fields and all the time but when the king looks at him now he looks like Jonathan it looks like the one who is going to inherit the crown look at that prophecy the lord was putting there and eventually he took the throne because the grace of god was with him but now what happens is this uh, in that time 
katika wakati ule when one king is deposed wakati ambapo mfalme mmoja ameondolewa and you know for for the case of John of of, of uh, Jonathan and his father Jonathan and Saul kwa wageni wa Yonathani na Sauli for the case please kwa, kwa kesi ya Yonathani na Sauli for the case of Jonathan and the father kwa kesi ya Yonathani na 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 babake it was not really that deposed it was just an act of god himself haikuwa yale mapinduzi ilikuwa tendo la mungu because at that time when there is a war the king had to lead the front line the battle kwa sababu wakati ule wakati ambapo kuna vita mfalme alikuwa anakuwa mstari wa mbele so in that battle katika hivyo vita the battle heated up it became very tight battle vita, the, 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 many israelites were failed They, they were brought down by the enemy vita vikachacha na waisraeli wengi wakauawa na adui and so then the enemy moved so close to the inner quadrant where the king was commanding the troops the enemy moved very very close and there was a heated fire fight alafu adui akasonga karibu sana na mahali ambapo mfalme alikuwa na vita vikachacha moto sana because the enemy wanted to capture the king normally they want to capture the king kwa sababu adui alitaka kumteka nyara mfalme kwa kawaida huwateka nyara wa mfalme and so in the process na hivyo basi katika ile hali when the king realized that he was going to be taken hostage to, to be kidnapped to be taken away wakati mfalme alipogundua kwamba atakwenda kutekwa nyara atachukuliwa He asked his uh, his servants his bodyguards to stab him to kill him. Akawauliza wale walinzi wake wamuue. But they refused. Lakini walikataa. They said how can we do such a thing? Wakasema tunawezaje kufanya kitu kama hicho? He says no I don't want these people to arrest me and then blackmail us. Akasema sitaki watu hawa waniteke nyara alafu kisha watutusi. But when they refused then he decided to place the, the, the spear in a certain way and he ran into it and he committed suicide. Walipokataa kaamua kuweka mkuki pale na akakimbia kaangukia na akajinyonga. At the time he lost three of his sons. Wakati huo akapoteza watoto wake wa kiume watatu. And all the forces around him. Na watu wote waliokuwa karibu naye. Now that was the case now. Sasa hiyo ndio ilikuwa hali. And then comes the son now. Alafu sasa kuja kwa mwana. The son of Jonathan mwana wa Yonathani So while David was reigning wakati ambapo Daudi alikuwa akitawala 10 years into the reign miaka 10 katika utawalaji wake And now David is is touched is compelled Alafu sasa Daudi anaguzwa amesukumwa He is touched Ameguzwa He remembers Anakumbuka He remembers Uh, how good some people that were good in his life akakumbuka baadhi ya watu waliokuwa wazuri na wema katika maisha yake and then he says alafu kisha anasema what we saw the first verse of chapter 9 second samuel kile ambacho tuliona katika mstari wa kwanza wa kitabu cha samuel kwanza mlango wa 9 kisha anasema is there anyone still left je kuna yeye mtu ambaye bado amebaki in the house of Saul katika nyumba ya Sauli that I may show him grace show him kindness kwamba nipate kumuonyesha neema nimuonyeshe ukarimu and you see david is sitting on the throne of david na unaona kwamba daudi ameketi katika enzi ya daudi and saying such mighty words na akisema mambo makubwa kama hayo and then the attendants of the throne said alafu wanaoshuhudumia pale katika ikulu wakasema that there is the servant in the household of Saul who is still alive kwamba managing the estate right now kwamba kuna mtumishi katika nyumba ya Sauli ambaye bado yuhai na ndiye ambaye anaongoza ile mali sasa hivi his name is Ziba jina lake ni Ziba so they called Ziba wanamuita Ziba 
when they called him to the, to the crown to the throne wanapomuita katika enzi and then uh, ziba alafukisha ziba the king asked him mfalme akamuuliza are you ziba je wewe ndiwe ziba it said yes uh, my, my lord your servant i am ziba akasema ndio bwana wangu mimi ni mtumishi wako mimi ndiye ziba and then he asked him kisha akamuuliza ziba ziba is there anyone still left Je, kunaye mtu yeyote ambaye bado wamebaki within the house of Saul kati katika nyumba ya Sauli that I may show him kindness kwamba nipate kumuonyesha ukarimu for the sake of the covenant I had with Jonathan kwa siliagano nilokuwa nalo na Jonathan and then he says yes yes there is somebody alafu akasema ndio kunaye mtu is a son Nimwana, but he's crippled. He's staying in the house of Machir. The son of Amiel. And they are staying all the way in Lodebar. Then the king said, "Okay, go bring him here." Then finally they brought Mephibosheth. The son. Mwana. The son to Jonathan mwana kwa Yonatani and i said nikasema, when he arrived alipofika and the king said na mfalme akasema that fear not kwamba, do not be afraid kwamba usiogope because i want i will show kindness to you kwa sababu nitakuonyesha ukarimu why is he showing kindness he said for the sake of the covenant with your father jonathan ni kwa nini anaonyesha ukarimu anasema kwa sababu ya agano na jonathan baba yako yeah thank you you need to move a little faster because i have a big message ahead which i'm here to start yeah so um he said for the sake of that covenant anasema kwa ajili ya hilo agano and then now alafu sasa what is interesting there kilicho cha kupendeza mle ndani he says anasema that you shall eat bread thou shalt eat bread kwamba utakula mkate thou shall eat bread wewe utakula mkate at my table mezani mwangu continually kwa kuendelea milele and then we saw very well what the bread meant kile ambacho mkate ilicho maanisha so read isaiah chapter 9:1 to 7 kisoma isaiah mlango wa 9 mstari wa 1 hadi 7 then he says the following kisha anasema yafuatayo isaiah 9 nasema hata hivyo there will be no more gloom hakutakuwa na huzuni tena for those who were in distress in the past he humbled the land of zebulun wakati uliopita alidhili inchi ya zabuloni and the land of naftali na inchi ya naftali but in the future he will honor the galil of the gentiles lakini katika siku zijazo ataheshimu galilaya ya mataifa by the way of the sea along the jordan karibu na njia ya bahari kando ya yordani he says the people walking in the darkness anasema watu wanaotembea katika giza wameona Of those living in the land of the shadow of death the light has dawned this is what he's saying he's saying that the light of god is here and the people are there and between them there is this dark there is this death here there is death And so when the light is coming instead it is the shadow that is falling on them badala yake ni kivuli ambacho kinawaangukia so the people living in the valley of the shadow of death hivyo watu wanaoishi katika bonde la uvule wa mauti he says anasema 
in the, in the land of the shadow of death katika uvuli wa bonde la mawazo nuru imewashukia you have enlightened the nation and increased the joy their, their joy umelikuza taifa na kuzidisha furaha yao they rejoice before you wanafurahia mbele yako as people rejoice at the harvest as men rejoice kama watu wanaofurahia wakati wa mavuno as men rejoice when dividing plunder kama watu wafurahivyo wagawanyapo nyara for as in the days of the medians defeat you have shattered the yoke that burdened them kama katika siku ya kushindwa kwa Midiani umevunja nira ile iliyowalemea so the bar across their shoulders the rod of their oppressor this is the tremendous work that this messenger the messiah would do to break the yoke of bondage anasema gongo mabegani mwao na fimbo yake yeye aliyewaonea alivunja hii ndio kazi kubwa ambayo mesia ataifanya ya kuvunja ile nira every warrior every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning kila kiatu cha askari kilichotumiwa vitani na kila vazi lilovingirishwa katika damu with the, by, 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 i mean will be fuel for the fire litawekwa kwa ajili ya kuchomwa for unto us a child is born kwa maana kwa ajili yetu mtoto amezaliwa to us a son is given tumepewa mtoto mwanamume the government will be on his shoulder na utawala utakuwa mabegani mwake and he will be called wonderful counselor naye ataitwa mshauri wa ajabu mighty god mungu mwenye nguvu everlasting father baba wa milele prince of peace wa amani of the increase of his government ongezeka kwa utawala wake and peace na amani there will be no end hakutakuwa na mwisho he will reign on david's throne atatawala katika kiti cha enzi cha daudi and over his kingdom na juu ya ufalme wake establishing it and upholding it akiudhibitisha na kutegemeza with justice and righteousness kwa haki na kwa adili from that time on and forever tangu wakati huo na hata milele will of the lord almighty will accomplish all this wivu wa bwana mwenye nguvu zote utatimiza haya so david is sitting on the throne of david kwa hivyo daudi anaketi katika kiti cha enzi cha daudi and he's talking to mephibosheth na anazungumza na mephibosheth and we all know what happened to mephibosheth na sote tunajua kilichomtendekea mephibosheth as the nurse grabbed him tried to run with him baada ya yaya kumchukua kijaribu kukimbia naye he slipped away and crashed his feet crippled permanently akateleza mikononi mwake na akaanguka na akavunjika miguu yake akawa kiwete milele and so he is in lodebar he is supposed to have been the crown prince when you go to the lineage of Saul but he is in lodebar na yuko lodebar anapaswa kuwa mridhi katika ule ukoo wa Sauli lakini yuko lodebar and so he has been brought by ziba na hivyo basi ameletwa na ziba and before the king na mbele ya mfalme coming from a place of lack akitoka katika mahali ambapo kuna ukosefu spiritual desolation kuna ule ukiwa wa kiroho and then now the king the visitation of the king the king is saying to him i want you to see the church there alafu sasa kuna ule mtembeleo mfalme anazungumza naye nataka uone kanisa pale the visitation of the king mtembeleo wa mfalme and this is what the king says to him na hiki ndicho ambacho mfalme anamwambia. He says fear not. Anasema usiogope. I'll show kindness unto you. Nitakuonyesha ukarimu. And then he says to him. Alafu kisha anamwambia. That thou shalt eat bread. 
kwamba wewe utakula mkate at my table that is now the king sasa huyo ni mfalme thou shalt eat bread kwamba wewe utakula mkate is sitting on this throne here that we just read in Isaiah. Anaketi katika enzi hapa ambayo tumeisoma katika Isaiah. Then he said, and thou shalt eat bread. Na anasema nawe utakula mkate at the king's table at my table. Katika meza ya mfalme mezani mwangu. Continually. Kwa kuendelea milele. Which means there is no ending in that eating of that bread. Kumaanisha hakuna kukwisha katika kukula mkate huko. And at the time when there was shortage of bread there is always shortage of bread always. There is shortage your bread kila wakati kuna upungufu wa mkate wakati wote there is shortage of bread on the earth here kuna upungufu wa mkate hapa duniani if i were if i had time i would have read for you leviticus 26 verse 26 kama ningekuwa namna ningewasomea mambo ya walawishi na 6:26 where he says because of that famine that shortage mali ambapo anasema kwa sababu ya huo upungufu kwa sababu ya hiyo njaa he says that 10 uh, women will doll bread they will bake bread in one oven and you cannot do that to a Jewish woman to a Jewish woman kwamba wanawake kumi wataoka mkate wakiwa pamoja wanawake kumi watakwenda kuoka mkate katika meko moja and another you know jewish woman is baking the early bread in the morning for the lunch time for the dinner for shabbat special bread special ceremonies when hanuka whichever each feast comes with its own bakings na unajua mwanamke wa kiyahudi anaoka mkate wa asubuhi mapema wakati wa mchana wakati wa jioni wakati wa sherehe ya hanuka na kila sherehe iko na mkate wake especially kuhusisha hata ile ya sabato so you cannot mess her up to share one of the 10 women kwa that means there is a shortage of bread kwa hivyo uwezi ukamharibia kwamba kuna meko moja kwa ajili ya wanawake kumi kumaanisha kwamba kuna upungufu but there has always been a shortage and that's why lakini kila wakati kumekuwa na upungufu na hiyo shortage showed up in the garden of eden na hiyo ndio sababu wakati ule upungufu ulipojitokeza katika bustani la eden you see genesis 14 now melchizedek arrives with bread kisha unaona mwanzo 14 melchizedek anafika na mkate that bread we are talking about huo mkate ambao tunauzungumzia kuhusu you see very clearly na unaona wazi wazi kabisa he is giving this bread to abraham and he saying that this is the bread of life na nampatia mkate wake kwa abraham na namwambia huu ni mkate wa uzima he said this is my body that is given for you anasema huu ni mwili wangu uliopeanwa kwa ajili yenu i am the true bread that came from heaven mimi ndio mkate wa kweli uliokuja kutoka mbinguni if you ever get time to read the book of john uh, chapter 6 kama utakuwa na 51 53 48 51 all those scriptures are there muda wa kusoma yohana 6:46 hadi 51 the bread of life mkate wa uzima so the king is sitting at this throne mfalme ameketi katika enzi hii and he saying naye anasema that thou shall eat bread kwamba wewe utakula mkate bread mkate thou shall eat bread wewe utakula mkate at my table katika meza yangu continually kwa kuendelea that was a tremendous statement for the church hiyo ilikuwa kauli ya ajabu kwa kanisa and he says naye anasema at that table katika hiyo meza if you look at that table in the book of revelation chapter 19 verse 9 ukiangalia hiyo meza katika kitabu cha ufunuo 19 mstari wa 9 then you know what he meant kisha unajua alichomaanisha revelation 19 verse 9 says ufunuo 19 mstari wa 9 anasema while he celebrates the entry of the church in revelation 9:6 to 9 
wakati ambapo anasherekea kuingia kwa kanisa katika ufunuo tisa sita hadi tisa very good 19 sita hadi tisa and then he says the following verse 9 he says the angel said to me alafu anasema hivi ndipo malaika akaniambia right andika blessed are those who are invited into the wedding supper of the lamb wamebarikiwa wale waliowalikwa kwenye karamu ya harusi ya mwana kondoo and he added naye akaongeza the true words of god haya ndiyo maneno ya kweli ya mungu so now you understand at what table mephibosheth was being invited to eat bread continually sasa unaelewa ni meza gani ambayo mephibosheth alikuwa na alikuwa ale mkate milele and i said nami nikasema in that demonstration of grace and mercy salvation rescue katika kuashiria huko kwa rehema ule kuondolewa kusaidiwa he said anasema the king mfalme a visitation of the king mtembeleo wa mfalme sitting on the throne of david akiwa meketi katika enzi ya david the government on his shoulders serikali mabegani he shall establish it with righteousness and justice ataimarisha na haki from that throne Then he says, anasema, Thou shalt eat bread eternally. Wewe utakula mkate milele. And that bread now we have understood. Na huo mkate sasa tumeelewa. Is the salvation of the Christian faith. Ni wokovu wa ile imani ya Kikristo. It is the salvation of the cross. Ni wokovu wa msalaba. Because bread at that time as I said was life. Bread was life, the life sustainer kwa sababu mkate for survival for you to survive in life ili wewe uweze kuishi katika maisha but now we see that this is the bread for life Lakini the bread of life tunaona kwamba huu ni mkate wa uzima and so he saying so kwa hivyo alisema hivyo as an invitation to the dinner kama mwaliko katika karamu ya harusi and i say this na, is what the implication of that scripture is na nikasema hiki ndicho kiashiria cha hayo maandiko he said alisema that David the king kwamba Daudi mfalme was essentially demonstrating kimsingi alikuwa akiashiria the kindness of god to the lost ukarimu wa Mungu kwa waliopotea because remember he was Mephibosheth he was living all the way in Lodebar in the house of Machir the son of Amiel in Lodebar unaona Mephibosheth alikuwa akiishi Lodebar katika nyumba ya Makiri mwana wa Amieli the kindness of god ukarimu wa Mungu to the lost kwa waliopotea he was demonstrating alikuwa akiashiria the goodness of god to the lost wema wa mungu kwa waliopotea alikuwa akiashiria the rescue of god to the lost ule kuokoa kwa mungu kwa waliopotea he was demonstrating alikuwa akiashiria the, the, the blessedness of god to the lost kubarikiwa kwa mungu kwa waliopotea the salvation of god to the lost the grace of god to the lost neema ya bwana kwa waliopotea the mercy of god to the lost huruma za mungu kwa waliopotea and i terminated it by saying na nikaimalizia kwa kusema that essentially was demonstrating that Christ Jesus the Messiah came to seek and save the lost kwamba kimsingi Kristo Yesu Mesia alikuja kutafuta na kuwaokoa waliopotea that is what we heard here is the conversation we had here hicho ndicho ambacho tulichokuwa nacho hapa mazungumzo tuliyokuwa and i said if he came to seek and save the lost nami nikasema kama alikuja kutafuta na kuwaokoa waliopotea then let's look at this now basi wacheni tutazame hii that means it is he that is speaking at the throne hiyo inamaanisha kwamba ni yeye anayezungumza katika enzi the greater son of david mwana mkubwa wa daudi and remember the lord took me to israel at the exact throne position 
And he said, this is exactly where the exact throne of David was. And this is where it will be established again for the Messiah to reign. It will become the throne of God reigning on the earth. And they gave me the harp and I played the harp of David before the Lord. The, the, the right hand of God. God the Father was on this side. His right hand gave me the harp. The right hand. He gave me the harp. And he said, this is the original harp. And so this throne is an epicenter of power. The nerve center of the reign of God. And so now he was exuding from there to the lost. The salvation of God to the lost, the mercy of God the lost, the grace of God the lost, the kindness of God the lost, the, the rescue of God the lost, the good, everything, the blessings of God to the lost. This is the salvation of the grace we behold. Then he said that when they are lost, they also become damaged. This is what was being said yesterday. I'm just recapping for the new people, the new cities that have joined us. He saying the following. He's saying that when they become lost, they also become damaged. When they are lost, they also become destroyed. And he, I, he gave specific examples here. He said, Mephibosheth himself, when he was lost in Lodebar, away from Jerusalem, he was totally crippled and dilapidated. But you see the restoration that Rescapere brought him back. And then he said when he walked, when he walked into the synagogue, I have come to seek the lost sheep of Israel, the lost sheep of Jacob. And so when he walks in there, into the synagogue to the, uh, the lordship of Jacob. Then in my Bible he says H-A and exclamation. That's how he starts the statement. But he's saying then in there was somebody that was demon possessed. He said, Ha! He does like that. Hallelujah. Uh, so he said, ah, ah, he was doing that. Ah, we know who thou art. We know who you are, who thou art. Thou art the Holy One of God. Has thou come to destroy us? That means when they are lost, they also become destroyed. In this condition for all these years inside the synagogue here, until the Messiah comes and finds them, and then 
beautifully restores this man. Alafu kwa njia ya kupendeza anamrejesha mtu huyo. So when they are lost they are also damaged. Kwa hivyo wakati wanapotea pia wanaharibika. When you get lost the devil intends to destroy you. Wakati ambapo unapotea shetani anakusudia kukuangamiza. And I said Then he and, and I said Then he walked away again Kisha akatembea kuondoka tena Walk a little bit like this Kutembea kiasi namna hii And he met ten lepers ten Kisha ten lepers Akakutana na wenye ukoma 10 the gunk on their bodies is leprosy if we show one now on the screen then you will understand what leprosy is it's a situation wakiwa na magamba katika mili yao ikiwa tutaonyesha moja hapa and i bless you randy i bless you eternally with the eternity na nakubariki randy milele inside heaven ndani mwa mbinguni that authority yes i do have hayo mamlaka ndio ninayo if you just present that leprosy they would see for themselves and so he missed 10 lepers hivyo basi anakutana na wenye ukoma look at that look at that tazama hiyo tazama hiyo look at that now tazama hiyo sasa when the lord sent the two prophets to old to go and cleanse this leprosy from this uh, leper wakati bwana alipowatuma manabii wake wawili kwenda kusafisha hawa ukoma katika hali hiyo margaret gura we meeting today i replied your email you saw it we are meeting whenever you are able right thank you so um i'm saying please look at that now tazama hiyo sasa look at that situation tazama tukio hilo he meets 10 of them in this condition anakutana na 10 miongoni mwao wakiwa hali hiyo so when they are lost they are also damaged they are also destroyed kwa hivyo wanapopotea pia wanaharibika so when now he finds them kwa hivyo sasa anapowapata he cleanses this anawasafisha anasafisha hii and i said leprosy the spiritual meaning of leprosy is sin na nikasema kwamba maana ya kiroho ya ukoma ni dhambi he saying he's willing anasema anataka and that is why na hiyo ndio sababu we saw that mephibosheth even in his condition the lord said just come as you are tuliona kwamba mephibosheth hata katika hali yake bwana akasema njoo tu jinsi ulivyo and so you see that the, the bible said that when you saw him seated on the dinner table eating bread continually can you imagine someone coming from a situation where there is no bread and then you are told thou shalt eat bread continue i love bread very much thou shalt eat bread continually can you imagine that state hebu ukawazia wakati mtu anatoka mahali ambapo kuna upungufu wa mkate na upenda mkate sana alafu anaambiwa sasa wewe utakula mkate milele and is sitting there na ameketi pale and is the bible says you could not tell who is crippled he was just like all the other sons of david na biblia inasema haungesema nani ambaye ni kiwete alikuwa tu anafanana but these are sons of the king they are the monarchy they are in the crown anafanana na watoto wengine wa mfalme lakini hawa ni wana wa mfalme wako na taji they are in the crown wako na taji and you know there is protocol and etiquette at the, at the dinner table of the crown na unajua kuna itifaki katika ile meza ya mfalme and so good enough na hivyo basi nzuri ya kutosha mephibosheth has been raised within the royal heritage mephibosheth alikuwa amelelewa katika ile hali ya ufalme so if you put him there kwa hivyo ukimweka and and then you use the tablecloth to simply cover his feet alafu tumie kile kitambaa cha mezani kufunika miguu yake nobody is gonna know that he is uh, is crippled hakuna mtu atajua kwamba yeye ni kiwete that's why they said he was eating bread just like the other sons 
ndio sababu ikasema kwamba alikuwa kila mkate kama wana wale wengine and so he is sitting there na hivyo basi ana because he had been trained within the etiquette Lakini of the royalty so even sitting there he knew which knife is cut for cutting the butter and he knew which spoon is for soup and where side and how do you put the cloth here he knew those things so he was comfortable and i remember somebody in genesis chapter 1267 that was also built in that heritage in the image and likeness of the kingdom of the king he knows where the bread butter is the spoon for the butter uh, the knife for the butter the spoon for the soup so he really can eat at that table bread continually and continually forever anajua mahali ambapo kisu cha samli kiko na hivyo basi anaweza kula mkate kuendelea milele i know of one ninamjua mmoja that was raised ambaye alilelewa according to genesis 26 chapter 126:27 kulingana na mwanzo mlango wa kwanza 26 hadi 27 in the image of the king katika umbo la mfalme he was built he was built in the house of the king alijengwa katika nyumba ya mfalme and so he knows those procedures and protocol how which where do you put that cloth i think somewhere here and it goes this way and when they come to you say no no don't just give me the the other serviette you, he knows what to ask for anajua itifaki na nidhamu ya meza ya mfalme he knows which knife cuts butter and which side is put the, the, the spoon for the soup which side so he can be able to operate well at that table of revelation 19 verse 9 anajua ni kisu kipi cha kukata samli kukata samli anajua kitu wapi kiwekwe wapi na hiyo basi anaweza kuketi katika ile meza iliyo katika ufunuo 19 mstari wa 9 that is the kind of conversation we were having here yesterday hayo ndio aina ya mazungumzo tuliyokuwa nayo hapa jana the rescue of the church kule kuokolewa kwa kanisa and i said nami nikasema the lord is willing to cover your shame to cleanse your sin bana anataka kufunika aibu yako as long as you can come back just come he said i'm willing to do it anasema kwamba anataka kuitenda i'm ready Niko tayari, And I'm willing. Na ninataka to cover the crippled legs. Kufunika miguu ya viwete. Using the tablecloth. Kutumia ile meza, ile so kitambaa cha meza. So people won't see. Ili kwamba watu waweze kuona. That you are crippled. Kwamba wewe ukiwete. And remember. Nakumbuka in heaven there are no cripples. Mbinguni hakuna viwete. So that means at that table there is healing also that took place already. <laughs> Hallelujah. So it's an all win 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 situation for the church. And that's why I'm just recapping for those who may not have been here yesterday. And for those of you who may not have gotten the hidden message that was concealed. It was a message to the church. And that's why I said he was demonstrating the love of God to the lost. For God so loved the world. 
kwa kuwa bwana aliupenda ulimwengu because king david was making those pronouncements sitting on the throne we read from isaiah kwa sababu mfalme daudi alikuwa akifanya matangazo yale akiwa ameketi katika kiti cha was demonstrating the kindness of god alikuwa akiashiria ukarimu wa mungu of god huruma za mungu demonstrating the salvation of god akiashiria wokovu wa mungu the grace of god neema ya mungu all these wonderful things you see from the cross mambo haya yote ya ajabu ambayo unayaona kutoka kwa msalaba and then he said the following yesterday Isha. as i finish up this summary akasema yafuatayo hiyo jana napomaliza mkutasari huu he said akasema yesterday here jana hapa that sometimes kwamba wakati mwingine when you re-examine Mephibosheth unapomchunguza Mephibosheth living in the house of Makir akiishi katika nyumba ya Makiri and the son of Amiel mwana wa Amieli and uh, uh, all the way all the way in Lodebar Lodebari and you look at the time when the message comes to him and when he responds na unaona wakati ambapo ujumbe ulipokuja kwake na alipoitikia when you try to um, You, you try to put the timeline together you try to tally the the dates and the timing wakati ambapo unajaribu kuweka unahesabu zile tarehe na wakati you might find that there was a little delay in responding huenda utapata kwamba kulikuwa na kuchelea kidogo katika kuitikia ule mwito because you see if he's 15 because you have 5 and then the death takes place at 5 in the throne and then 10 years of the reign of david as 15 but later he has a son in lodebar that means there was a bit of a delay Unaona ni miaka 5 alafu miaka 10 akiwa So for me I'm always interested in that silence those motifs the way the bible goes silent Kwa hivyo kwangu mimi nitamani sana kujua where the treasure is Na hapo ni mwanzi the revelation is Ufunuo uko Why the delay to respond to come ni kwa nini alichelea kuja That's why I read from Jeremiah chapter 8 yesterday verses 4 to verse 9 said when men fall down don't they get up ndio sababu nikasoma kitabu cha Yeremia mlango wa 8 mstari wa 4 hadi 6 na inasema je mwanadamu anapoanguka hataamuka tena when men turn away don't they return wakati mwanadamu anapogeuka je harudi then why have these people delayed to return even the birds when they fly and they detect that the winter is coming it's now getting late the cold is coming they turn and go back to where their nests are ni kwa nini hawarudi hata ndege wa angani wanatambua majira wanajua kwamba baridi inakuja they start moving from europe and coming to africa where it's warmer it's warmer like this where it is naturally air conditioned by god wanaanza kutoka europa wakija huko afrika mali ambapo kuna joto It's natural air conditioning because probably because not all Africans would have afforded air conditioning you understand me right but you know this they, they begin to come back to where it is warm and uh, otherwise they will die wanaanza kuhama na kuja mali ambapo kuna joto kwa sababu huko wanaweza wakafa and he saying naye anasema how about you How come that you cannot detect your hour of migration to return? Yawezekanaje kwamba uwezi ukatambua saa yako ya kurudi? The climate already tells you it's time to return. Majira tayari yanakuambia ni wakati wa kurudi. The two messengers are ministering here. Wajumbe wawili wanahudumu hapa. One of them is ministering with a glorious eternal body. Mmoja wao anahudumu na mwili wa kudumu wa milele. The creepers are walking blind can see the sun is clapping everything's happening. Wote wanatembea vipofu wanaona jua linapiga makofi kila kitu kina You should be able to tell that this is the hour to return. Unapaswa kusema kwamba hii ndio saa ya kurudi. But you see now, 
that gap that delay to respond then yesterday I asked why do they fail to return like in Nairobi here now there are many churches now doing their own thing all over this country and yet the message of the coming of the Messiah is being dispensed right here right now free of charge the crippled babies who have walked are walking here so why don't they come what, so we asked, we reached that place yesterday where we asked, why don't they return? Why do they always not return? And then I said, the evidence is clear. The glory is here. The servants of the Lord are here. That were promised in the Bible. So why don't they return? and then I said that the Lord has an answer in Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse that there is a lunacy that eats the hearts of men that such that now when a lunatic is sitting at a marketplace here a market let's say it's a market in Kisi a market uh, in Nairobi wherever in Kambu somewhere a market sitting here with her, her luggage a lunatic and you who was the friend of this lunatic before became lunatic and you come to this lunatic and say Joyce do you remember me she will look at you and she will carry her things she will approach you so that Joyce can, can we talk they cannot recognize their friend. He's saying that their friend Jesus is coming to help them. And saying, come out of the churches of apostasy. Where there are abortions, homosexuality, lesbianism, and scandals of all sexual sin and what have you. Come out, please. Come out. You're my friend. Come this side. They cannot detect their own friend. Rafiki wawa. Rafiki wawo. Binafsi, wa binafsi. Rafiki so, so they cannot binafsi. detect their own friend. Rafiki wawo binafsi. The lunacy. Wenda wazimu. Because otherwise, how can you explain? Kwa their own cripples who are their relatives have walked and they go home, they see that babies walk and say, Wow. They see their own cripples, their own blind that are now seeing. They see the workings of God. But why are you still stuck in Lodebar? Because 
they don't have the capacity now to detect who their friend is. Hawana, look, look, look for example, look at that for example. I mean, you don't need to translate this into Chinese or Russian or any other language. This is self-translated. Anybody can see this and say, no, 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 this is God, I want to go there. But why don't they come from Lodebari? Now that is the reason. It's the derangement. It's the lunacy of the heart. And he said yesterday that that is what needs to be addressed. He's saying that the two prophets are saying be careful now there is a hole there is there is tribulation you're going to fall into hell without holiness you will fall into the hole hell and he said, be careful now. Without holiness, you're going to fall into a hole. You're going to fall into hellfire. You, you people are standing, hey, hey, don't do that. Don't cross. There is still red. Don't cross. Because all the people are waiting here, they want to cross. Oh yes, the two prophets of the Lord are already here. Thank you, my son. This is very powerful though. Thank you, thank you so much. But listen to this now. So he's saying, all the people are standing here, they don't want to do jaywalking. Can you take it for her and bring it back for her so we don't move people? Tell her to sit down. Thank you, my daughter, the translator. Are we going to meet again? Thank you very much, right? Thank you. We appreciate the service. Yes, thank you so much. Yes, just arrange through... Um, you, you Can you arrange through Litunda, the Archbishop? Yes, and then we meet. Thank you. We appreciate it. So, all people don't want jaywalking. I think in the US it's called jaywalking, right? To, to cross when it's not time to cross the street, right? So they are standing at the line. It's still red. But you see when it's red here it is green for the other vehicles. So they are, they are coming full throttle. Full speed. They, are, they are coming full speed. They want to pass before it changes. Then we are standing here. Everybody is waiting for this crossing, zebra crossing to turn green and cross. Then all of a sudden, this person para walks. Say, hey, hey, don't do that. You're going to get hurt. Hey, hey, And then, because you are shouting, hey, hey, please don't do that. You're going to get, vehicles are coming. They are put their light on. Be careful, we'll hit you. And then now, and so, because you shouted, now she stops in the middle of the road. And turn to face where this 
and and say come back here come back here and then she does like this i will not come so, so, so you see it's a deadly situation why because they have no capacity to detect danger ni tukio la hatari kwa nini kwa sababu hawawezi kutambua hatari they have no capacity to detect danger hawana uwezo wa kutambua hatari so it is with the church today kwa hivyo ndivyo ilivyo kwa kanisa leo hii it is deadly she's being warned be careful without holiness you're going to get hurt ni ya kufisha ni ya kuogofia na onyo kwamba pasipo utakatifu utaenda kuumia but the present day church in america lakini kanisa la australia you know the situations unbelievable everywhere they say no we we are anointing gay we just anoint gay bishops we we just like in germany they vote they vote for him kule they say, no he's a good man kule ujermani wanampigia kura so, be careful on that road you're going to get hurt Nasema you're going to get hurt makinikeni katika hiyo barabara mtaenda kuumia hiyo ya kupaka mafuta there's no capacity to hiyo ya kutembea bila utakatifu hiyo ya kutembea bila utakatifu they have no capacity to detect danger lakini hawana uwezo wa kutambua hatari that is the only way you can explain the fact that everything is obvious and they are not here hiyo ndio sababu tu unaweza ukatambua kwamba kila kitu kiko wazi na ni bayana lakini hawako hapa hallelujah hallelujah even foreigners have come hata watu wa nchi za ngambo wamekuja and there are many millions of kenyans who have not yet come na kuna mamilioni wengi wa wakenya ambao bado hawajakuja So it's tremendous. Oh, you mean this is today? Unamaanisha hii ni leo. I tell you. Nakwambia. <laughs> oh yes. Oh yes. Oh, We had to Australia is far. Australia ni mbali. It had to. This is amazing. This is happening, right? Hii <laughs> yashangaza. I tell you. All Na this kwambia. is happening and they ain't yet returned mambo haya yote yanatendeka na bado so problem right and that, i think that's what we need to address and i want to now announce that there is going to be utawala 3 also sasa nataka kutangaza kwamba kutaenda kuwa na utawala ya tatu pia this is too beautiful hii ni ya kupendeza sana as long as i'm still in the land as long as i'm still in the land there will be utawala 3 in the next 3 weeks we are here again hallelujah the gospel be preached unto the ends of the earth and then the messiah comes hallelujah hallelujah this is beautiful 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 look at that 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 The gospel of Jesus will be preached with maximum power. <laughs> like he wants to leave. He wants to leave the orbit. He wants to come. Anataka kutoka kwa afisa, anataka kuja. It's good to come to these wonders. These are the final meetings. Benjamin Netanyahu now, you know he's trying to put up I don't know whether they're going for election or what. Those changes are happening now. Mabadiliko hayo yanafanyika sasa. Let us prepare the way. Hebu tuandae njia. Look at that. Are you showing the viewers this? Okay, man. Unaonyesha watazamaji hii tafadhali. I tell you I tell you 
I tell you, power with power, you will be preached with power. <laughs> Maximum power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is all free of charge. Nobody is charging anybody. Professor Mulege, it's good to see you always. You always come. You are blessed you eternally with eternity in the glorious kingdom of my Father. I'm blessed you. We started with you from far away, Professor. Until now, we have all this happening. Hallelujah! The kingdom of God is near. It is the kingdom that is coming with power. With power. Coming with power. The kingdom of God is coming with power. I tell you, on that day you will dance before the throne of God. When He does take you, when He takes you home, can we be seated because I have a message? I'm still on the introduction. And so I was saying they have no capacity to detect danger in the physical derangement, the physical realm. But the same is amazing, is mirrored in the spiritual reflected back this way and so it's amazing that you can see all these wonders that still you have no capacity to respond you are still locked in low debar professor mahasi Professor Mahasi. I'm glad for you you had the capacity to take these things and come. <laughs> you, you, look, you, you look better, my daughter. The Lord has been good, right? He has healed you, right? Thank you. Thank you. Sit down. So, so now, what I'm saying, yesterday in finishing, before I start today's word, he said this. He said, that uh, the word debar, no, in Hebrew, ken, ken is yes. Katika kebrania, ken nindio. Ken is yes. Ken nindio. Yes. Law is no. Law ni apana. It's a cancellation. It cancels everything. It says no. And I gave you the context under which we defined debar. And I said that in the Hebrew, debar is to speak, to say, is to pronounce. And I went into the Torah, the deeper definition of the bar. And there in the Torah, they say, to pronounce things into being. And inside there they say, it's in the same way God pronounced in the book of Genesis chapter 1, 3 to 5. Genesis chapter 1, verse 3 to 5. This is it. It says this. Genesis 1, 3 to 5 And God said, let there be light 
Mungu akasema iwepo nuru. And there was light. Na hiyo nuru ikawepo. the light was good. Mungu akaona yakuwa nuru ni njema. And he separated the light from the darkness. Ndipo Mungu akatenganisha nuru na giza. And God called the light day and the darkness he called night. Mungu akaita nuru mchana. So two different debates there within one major debate God is doing there. Kwa hivyo kuna mambo He's speaking into being. He spoke it into being. Anazungumza iwepo, akanena ikawepo. It's amazing. Inashangaza. He's spoken to being. Akazungumza ikawepo. I don't want to go into deep the depth of this, but you, you realize that for men now when he spoke here to mold again. He had to touch a mold. But listen to this now. He speaks into being. Let there be light the whole light. Anazungumza na ikawepo kwamba kuwe na nuru na ikawa nuru. But look at this now. Lakini tazama isasa. He also names. He names it. He says day light be day until today we know it as day and night the dark is night na pia akaita jina so you see he's pronouncing and it is it is in it is in being now we are using it forever anaitangaza day and night anaitangaza na ikawepo na sasa naitumia milele kwamba mchana na usiku but he's saying lakini anasema that even when he brought all the the animals before adam he told him please name them what you want and whatever he named remain today alimpatia adam he said cow it became cow until today alimpatia adam mamlaka ya kuita majina wanyama kama aliwaita aliita ngombe ikawa ngombe mpaka leo so in the deeper context kwa hivyo katika muktadha wa ndani of god wa mungu dabar now kwamba debari sasa now means inamaanisha the word of god the pronouncement including what the prophets say and becomes real neno la mungu kuhusisha kile ambacho manabii wanasema na kinakuepo pamoja na yale manabii wanasema alafu yanakuepo pamoja na yale ambayo manabii wanasema alafu yanakuepo and he says even to get deeper now within the hebrew you can stretch it now na sasa anasema hata kuingia bilindi katika Kiebrania unaweza ukaendelea sasa you can now you can, you can now unaweza sasa you can eventually say that even the messiah you see Isaiah pronouncing the messiah is done, and then the messiah realizes you understood hallelujah you see that can you run run don't walk yes just run and go there yes so you see that even Isaiah Don't worry we're going to come back and repeat everything. He is saying anasema. He is saying anasema what the prophets are pronouncing. They fall within the context of the definition dabar. Katika ule yale maelezeo ya habari. And he's saying na anasema that the prophets for example pronounce the coming of the Messiah. Kwamba manabii kwa mfano wanatangaza kukuja kwa Mesia. Walita. Wo wo wo. Okay, hii kuna ya pili wanatangaza. You're right. I know where you're talking from. Thank you so much my son. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Wanabii for example walitangaza the coming of the Messiah mpaka akaja. Manabii walitangaza kukuja kwa Mesia mpaka akaja. And they are now again announcing his coming for the church. And that also is going to be realized. Na sasa pia wanatangaza kukuja kwake kwa ajili ya kanisa. Na hiyo pia So when he says Lord Abar, then you understand that there is no pronouncement, there is no consultation, there is no counsel, there is no instruction, there is no word, there is no visitation. There is no prophet. Lord Ebari hakuna manabii hakuna matangazo hakuna neno hakuna wanabii hakuna manabii heaven is closed there is no revival mbingu imefungwa hakuna uvuvio okay the bishops can you come and sit down now i know you've run those of you who have just come you're not late i'm about to begin the message of the day the bishops sit down so that we get started 
I see you went with engineer Laban Piongo to see if he can do some engineering works. <laughs> I tell you, we are well equipped. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, now. That is where we reached yesterday. And I said, they stretch it further. They also stretch it to the place where you go pick the word. The word that God is saying to help his people, to instruct and counsel. And that takes you into the temple of the Lord and the holy of holies and the mercy seat of the ark of the covenant. So it's very deep situation. So when you are in a place where God is not speaking, the false prophets are speaking that way. That is what you are feeding on. When you are in a place like Lodebar. Hallelujah. And so this is the exciting message we heard yesterday. Calling the church back. In repentance. And there is no greater sample, there is no greater model of repentance than what Mephibosheth presented before the king. He said, Who am I? That thou art kind, mindful of me. I'm just a dead dog. Meaning, I'm so crippled. A dead dog, dead dog normally means a stray dog, according to the Hebrew setting. Stray, stray, wild, wild dog. Meaning, no owner is claiming this dog. Anytime a vehicle will hit it or something, it will die. In Lodebar, in the house of Makir, son of Amiel, nobody from the throne was claiming him. He's crippled. That was considered less. You are less man now. Who am I that you should give? You should say, Thou shalt eat bread continually at the king's table. Who am I? So he gave that repentance. He said, I am just but a dead dog. Already the dog is the vilest animal, the most repulsive animal, the most defiled animal. How much more the dead dog and all their amino acid profiles of the stench that they emit? That was an act of self-humiliation before the king as he repents. To self-humiliate. And that is the kind of repentance the Lord is looking for from you, the church. A repentance in which before the Lord you are nothing. He did not deserve anything he said. Nobody had ever claimed him and said, You are own you. You are mine. Nobody had said that to him. And now he's being invited to eat bread at the table continually 
eternally. But he was also repenting over the works that his father, his grandfather had done trying to kill David upon whom the Messiah would come and sit on his throne. Upon whose throne the Messiah would sit. Because he was, he was giving a deep repentance, remorse, penitence. And all this conversation we had yesterday is premised on one instruction to the church. Separation that you may separate out. And so today I want us to begin this conversation by looking at separation because I want to look at the glorious garment of righteousness. What a mighty word, expo. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are hungry and you are fed. You are thirsty and he bursts open the fountain of living waters here. Cold quenching your thirst nourishing you and preparing you for the eternal kingdom of glory hallelujah and we said yesterday before I begin that in hell people will have bodies they will have a tongue, eyes, a brain that can tell so be careful now hallelujah and so now we are going to look at the glorious garment of righteousness and in looking at that garment at the very living center of that instruction at the center of it is going to be separation and the blessedness of God that comes unto them separate. And this is what he says about separation. Separation from sin, the book of Romans chapter 6, we are beginning our sermon tonight. How many are glad that we have Utawala 3 coming? You have jumped really, my daughter. That one. That's very powerful. I have lost you again. I don't know who you were. I think you are the one, right? You really jumped up. The Lord bless you eternally. <laughs> so, so the, the let, let us keep the word on. If the word is this beautiful, if the word is this sweet, let us keep it going. And the bishops, you promise you give me time. <laughs> Don't be hard on my case. <laughs> because I'm under instruction from above. As you know. Hallelujah. Can you be seated before the Lord? Now I tell you. The word revival has broken out in Kenya. And is healing the soul. Hallelujah. So. 
the garment, the message of the garment of righteousness is premised on separation from the moral decay of this world. Only they will enter the glorious eternal kingdom of glory. And in looking at that separation because this is the word expo, exposition and so I will open up that separation a little bit that you may understand deeper. Let us begin by separation from sin. Before we begin, I intend to cover three areas. Under the, 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 the umbrella of separation. I intend to cover separation from sin. Number two, separation from anything that can entice you into sin. Can lure you, can ensnare you. Number three, I will focus on separation from the world. This is a snapshot just to bring you to base. The book of Romans chapter 6, blessed people. And I bless my son, Mwishimiwa Gideon Keter, who is sitting here with us today. Hallelujah. What a, we are complete house. I saw Mama is here today. <laughs> the Lord bless you very much. What an awesome nation. Members of parliament are sitting here. Of the National Assembly. They are sitting here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Revival is a good thing. America. Marekani. I am waiting. Ninangojea. Please. Tafadali. Don't go until we meet. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But this is powerful. He's saying Anasema. separation from sin. Kujitenga kutoka kwa dhambi. Romans chapter 6. Warumi mlango wa sita. One to three. Wa kwanza he tani. says the following. Anasema yafatayo. Again, Romans 6, I get to it now. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. He says, Romans 6, 1 to 3. Once you are there, a man belongs to the Lord, right? And then he says, What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that the grace may increase? By no means. We died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? Oh, don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through the baptism into death. In order that just as Jesus was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, 
we too may live a new life ili kama vile kristo alivyofufuka kutoka kwa wafu kwa utukufu wa baba vivyo hivyo sisi nasi pia tupate kuenenda katika upya wa uzima so you see the separation from sin that is emphasizing direct separation from sin kwa hivyo unaona kujitenga kutoka kwa dhambi ambako anasisitiza moja kwa moja he saying anasema that the fact that you are the partakers of the glory of the salvation of the grace kwamba swala kwamba nyinyi ni washiriki wa utukufu wa wokovu wa neema saying now anasema sasa you are separated as he was separated you are separated from sin mumetengwa kama vile alivyotengwa mumetengwa kutoka kwa dhambi my son you went to study oncology you're now studying you went back to school from hospital you are back in university right oncology that's very powerful jesus is lord once in a while i will touch on such things to 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 bring us to understanding that god is good hallelujah hallelujah very powerful sons here so now he says anasema we cannot continue living in sin hatuwezi kuendelea kuishi katika dhambi owing to the fact that we were delivered from sin kuzingatia swala kwamba tulikombolewa kutoka kwa dhambi it is so clear he says ni wazi kabisa anasema the abuse of the grace should not even feature matukano ya neema hata yapaswi kuonekana because it says we cannot continue sinning on so that now the grace increases no there is no such a concept kwa sababu anasema tuwezi kuendelea kutenda dhambi ili kwamba neema iongezeke anasema la hasha there is no such a thing hakuna kitu kama hicho he saying anasema the grace is the ultimate sacrifice of jesus the sacrifice of god that is jesus neema ni dhabihu ya juu zaidi ya mungu ambayo ni yesu and so we ne- cannot be in this salvation ba- and then continue in sin naibo basi hatuwezi kuwa katika wokovu huu na tuendelee katika dhambi because he says there is no other sacrifice if you abuse this one kwa sababu anasema hakuna dhabihu nyingine ikiwa utaitusi hii and that's why in hebrews ndio sababu katika waebrania in the book of hebrews chapter 6:4 to 6 he says katika kitabu cha waebrania mlango wa 6 mstari wa 4 one hadi 6 says it is impossible for those who have once been enlightened anasema kwa kuwa ni vigumu kuwarejesha tena katika toba wale ambao wakati fulani walishapata nuru hebrews chapter 6 4 to 6 waibrania mlango wa 6 4 hadi 6 it is impossible if i were you and meet impossible the word impossible i underline it it is not possible in other words it is impossible for those who have once been enlightened haiwezekani kamwe kwa wale ambao wakati fulani walishapata nuru and he says na anasema those who have tasted the heavenly gift ambao walishaonja kipawa cha mbinguni so those who have shared in the holy spirit ambao wamekwisha kushiriki katika roho mtakatifu and those who have tasted the goodness of the word of god wale ambao wameonja uzuri wa neno la mungu and the powers of the coming age na nguvu za wakati ujao he says it is impossible to, if, if they fall back to sin it is impossible for them to be brought back to repentance ikiwa wataanguka katika dhambi haiwezekani kuwarejesha katika toba because to their loss they are crucifying the son of god all over again and subjecting him to public shame anasema ni kwa sababu ya aibu yao wanamdalilisha mwana wa mungu mara ya pili tena this is what happened hiki ndicho kilichotendeka the lord walks into the house where i was staying bana anatembea katika nyumba ambapo nilikuwa naishi there was a hallway kulikuwa na barabara 
inside the house a hallway the hallway people will be shocked at that they will wonder what that means right so anyway so, so the, 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 because there is a road inside the house right <laughs> you cannot say such a thing no 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 so now what happened he, he, he walks into the hallway and this is the door now to, 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 the, the door now to the habitation that's how I knew it was the left hand then it took, this is the door the door here this is the door then he placed the hand on the wall like this and this cloud that you see normally coming to these two prophets cover that hallway and cover that place but there are things I cannot share that it makes me see I cannot share but covers his face there and then but he puts the hand like and he is looking at the two and that is the time when I realize the hem of the garment what the hem of the garment really is so, so um, there is this design here at this part of the garment there is this design like this like triangle here this is like this like this. and then on top of that triangular place there is you you would think it's embroidered some shiny shiny diamond like gold which you think embroidered understand place place place, place, place. and then down here I, 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 thought, I didn't understand because I thought it was the dust of gold. It was not dust of gold. It was fine strings of gold, but they ended up with small balls. So the balls were at the same level. That's when he did this, I could see them move. That's I realized, no, it's not dust. The, 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 the hem of his garment. That's now the golden down there. And the garment was golden. But this part was now the shinier diamond like gold has been like embroidered on top. Hallelujah. But what bothered me quite a bit after this, uh, of course, after that, he placed the rod of Moses on the bed. The rod of Moses was on the bed, and then he gave it to me. I took it. And then after that, he wrote on the wall. I see now his finger writing Isaiah chapter 43, verse 11 and verse 1. And he wanted me to read in that order. And then later I understood that verse 11, verse 11, it is he introducing himself. He said, I, even I am the Lord. Apart from me there is no Savior. And then verse 1 was actually the calling when he's saying, this is he who formed you Israel. He who called you Jacob. He who created you Jacob. He who formed you Israel. I have summoned you. Everything is there in verse 1. Now that is the calling. So later I understood why he put in that order. And the way he protects his word. Are you going to move a little faster? Yes. Can you finish very fast? Because I So now he takes the word. He writes the word on. On, on a like plexi plastic, it's a thick and then it's in white, and then it takes another one, he 
covers with and he rivets it tight. I can tell you, I can give you a sermon on how the Lord protects his word. And so, what bothers me? What bothers me? Is that when I looked at the nail pierce, you made me know that the wound is still fresh. So that, 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 that destroyed me quite a bit for a long time. Until today. I So we may never understand the cost and the price of this salvation. So that, 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 that is unbelievable. fresh wound, fresh wound but glorious on the wall and the whole wall became glorious where he put the hand there so why am I doing so I'm saying we cannot abuse this salvation of the grace this sacrifice of the blood of the son of the living God what these churches are doing out here in the United States and in Kenya here in Nairobi today they are busy doing it kile, it is absolutely unforgivable the abuse of the grace of God that's why he says here it is impossible for those who have once been enlightened who have tested the heavenly gift who have received the Holy Spirit who is that? the church can you please translate what I've just said? So that is why he speaks this way because he says there is only one sacrifice. Jesus is not coming back to go to the cross at Calvary. There is a problem there, right? He needs to be born again. Jesus is not coming back to go to the Calvary cross. This time around he is coming as a triumphant king to take the glorious church and so let us utilize this well because now I'm reading again I'm reading again Isaiah chapter 52 13 to 15 Isaiah 52 I bless you my son you will make it just be attentive right and have feedback there. Have you heard what I've said? Thank you. Yes, please, my Lord. You always respond to the Lord, right? Please do. Yes, please, my Lord. Did the bishops talk? You spoke with him, right? Okay, thank you. Okay, now Isaiah chapter 52. Isaiah I'm reading verse 13. See, my servant will act wisely. He will be raised and lifted up and highly exalted. 
Tazama mtumishi wangu atatenda kwa hekima, atatukuzwa na kuinuliwa juu na kukwezwa sana. Just as there were many who were appalled at him. Kama ambavyo walikuweko wengi walioshangazwa naye. His appearance was disfigured beyond that of any man. Uso wake ulikuwa umeharibiwa sana zaidi ya mtu yeyote. And his form was marred beyond human likeness. Na umbo lake kuharibiwa zaidi ya mfano wa mwanadamu. Can somebody focus on me now? Je, mtu anaweza kunilenga sasa? What is he saying here in terms of separation from sin? Kile ambacho anasema hapa kuhusiana kujitenga na dhambi. He saying anasema that there is a law of the perfect sacrifice of God. Kwamba kunayo sheria ya dhabihu kamilifu ya Mungu that the law of the perfect sacrifice of god kwamba sheria ya dhabihu kamilifu ya mungu has it that the perfect sacrifice of god iko kwamba dhabihu kamilifu ya mungu the one who can do the substitutionary death substitute death yule ambaye anaweza kufanya kifo cha mbadala who can die for another anayeweza kufa kwa niaba ya mwingine must be a perfect sacrifice without defect lazima awe dhabihu kamilifu isiyo na mawaa as you see in the book of exodus chapter 12 if you read verse 5 7 you see it right there that the lamb you pick must be whatever without defect kama vile unaweza weza kuona kitabu cha kutoka 12 msari wa 5 hadi wa 7 kwamba mana kondoo mtakayemchagua asiwe na dosari and so that is a very important attribute you need to catch now as a church ndipo basi hiyo ni sifa muhimu sana ambayo mnahitaji kuishika kama Because he's saying kwa sababu anasema that he comes to me kwamba anakuja kwangu and he does this na anafanya hivi look tazama to show me the nail pierce kunionyesha mali alidungwa msumari and then alafu also he walks across the sky anatembea katika anga in a tremendous dream katika ndoto ya ajabu and he shows me the nail pierce alafu ananionyesha mkono uliodungwa misumari from one end of the sky kutoka mwisho mmoja wa anga and he prepares the crown na anaandaa taji then he walks to the other end of this of the sky alafu anatembea kuelekea upande ule mwingine wa anga and then he shows the other nail pierce the other hand alafu anaonyesha ule mkono mwingine uliodungwa misumari so hivyo basi it's amazing inashangaza that he is putting here kwamba anaiweka the fresh nail pierce ile mkono uliodungwa msumari ambao bado haujapona and he showing me in the sky the time he walked for me across the sky he showing me the nail pierce alafu ananionyesha pia katika anga alipotembea katika anga akanionyesha mkono uliodungwa msumari and then he saying it's related to this conversation of separation from sin alafu anasema inahusiana na huu uchumbe wa kujitenga kutoka kwa dhambi what is he saying anasema nini and then i read isaiah 52 disfigured beyond human likeness he did not look like anymore when he had finished the job on the cross he looked like a creature he didn't look like a human being again nikasoma isaiah 52 kwamba aliharibiwa uso zaidi ya umbo la binadamu he's saying anasema that when he looks at the church globally kwamba anapolitazama kanisa kote kote ulimwenguni to love the church he loves the church kulipenda kanisa alipenda kanisa he truly loves the church kwa kweli analipenda kanisa that's why when he looks at the church now hiyo ndio sababu anapolitazama kanisa sasa Following in 
sexual sin likiangamia katika dhambi ya ngono na zina pastors running around looking for girls and sleeping with wachungaji wakikifanya mitume wa uongo wako katika kilele chao kufanya kazi zao katika kanisa ikiwa utauliza kama analipenda kanisa ni kweli nalipenda analipenda kanisa to the extent i died for the church kwa kiwango kwamba nililifia kanisa but if he looks when he looks at the condition of the church that he died for lakini anapoangalia hali ya kanisa ambalo alilifia anasema oh i wish i could go back because it looks like she's crying for a second deliverance laiti gani ningarudi kwa sababu anaonekana kana kwamba analilia ukombozi wa pili i love her if it is going back i'll do it again ninalipenda ikiwa ni kurudi naweza kuifanya tena however he's already shown his nail pierced hand lakini tayari ataiba anaonyesha mikono yake iliyodungwa misumari both here at the wall and in the sky hapa katika ukuta na pia katika anga and also the na, bible says he's been disfigured beyond human likeness na pia biblia inasema kwamba aliaribiwa zaidi ya umbo la binadamu so he saying hivyo anasema in as much as i love the church and would want to go back ili, and bring a second calvary ili, second ili, blood second ili, cross second deliverance ili mradi nilipenda kanisa na ningependa kurudi na ndete kalvari ya pili msalaba wa pili damu ya pili but there is a law of the perfect sacrifice of god lakini kunayo sheria ya dhabihu kamilifu ya mungu that that sacrifice be without defect iwe bila dosari but is showing the scars lakini anaonyesha makovu in other words kwa maneno mengine look tazama now i have defect sasa niko na dosari run and tell them kimbia na ukawaambie even if i wanted to go back hata kama ningetaka kurudi i cannot siwezi because now is different now i have defect the father cannot accept me kwa sababu sasa ni tofauti niko na dosari baba hawezi akaikubali that's why you saying na hiyo ndio sababu anasema accept the first calvary kubali calvary ya kwanza all the power is resident there uweza wote uko pale hallelujah hallelujah the cross at calvary msalaba kalbari and the blood of jesus na damu ya yesu even if he wants to go and die for the church again hata kama angetaka kwenda na kulifia kanisa tena the law of the perfect sacrifice of god which was established in the upper chambers of justice of heaven cannot accept him sheria ya dhabihu kamilifu ama ile dhabihu kamilifu haiwezi kumruhusu ambayo ilimarishwa katika nyua za juu za mbinguni the mahakama za bingoni because that is where the sentencing was done where it said the wages of sin is death but god is holy however for those that who believe on the surety that was paid on the ransom that was paid on the bailout that happened those that who believe on that now the substitution the substitute death will take place hapo ndipo hukumu ilipotolewa kwamba ujira wa dhambi ni mauti lakini hata hivyo yeyote atakayeamini katika hii iliyotolewa ya mbadala ataondolewa dhambi haleluya haleluya so the garment of the lord is based on the premise of separation Basi, the garment of righteousness is centered on the foundation foundation of separation basi la uhaki limewekwa misingi katika ujumbe wa kujitenga 
the book of second corinthians we are still on the separation from sin kitabu cha wakorintho wa pili bado tuko katika kujitenga kutoka kwa dhambi second corinthians wakorintho wa pili second corinthians chapter 6 blessed people wakorintho wa pili mlango wa sita watu wabarikiwa chapter 6 says the following verse 14 to 18 mlango wa sita mstari wa 14 hadi 18 second corinthians wakorintho wa pili Okay, he says do not be yoked together with unbelievers. Anasema msifungiwe nira pamoja na watu wasioamini. For what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Kwa maana pana uhusiano gani kati ya haki na uovu? Or what fellowship is there between light and darkness? Au kuna ushirika gani kati ya nuru na giza? And he says what harmony is there between Christ and Belial? Anasema kuna mapatano gani kati ya Kristo na Beliari? What does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? Yeye aaminie anasemu gani na yeye asiamini? And he says what agreement is there between the temple of God and idols? Alafu anasema kuna mapatano gani kati ya hekalu la Mungu na sanamu? For we are the temple of the living God. Kwa kuwa sisi tu hekalu la Mungu aliye hai. As God said, I'll live with them and walk among them and I'll be their God and they will be my people. Kama Mungu aliposema, nitakaa pamoja nao na kutembea katikati yao, nami nitakuwa Mungu wao nao watakuwa watu wangu. He says verse 17. Anasema mstari wa 17. Of 2 Corinthians chapter 6. Ya Wakorintho wa pili mlango wa 6. He says therefore come out from them and be separate says the Lord. Anasema kwa hiyo tokeni miongoni mwao na mkatengwe nao asema Bwana. He says and be come out from them and be separate. Anasema tokeni miongoni mwao na mkatengwe nao. And he already talked over there that there's no relationship, there's no fellowship between righteousness and wickedness. There is no blending anasema hakuna uhusiano kati ya uhaki na giza there's no blending hakuna kushirikiana you cannot mix the two hawezi ukachangamanya hivyo viwili he says anasema between righteousness and wickedness kati ya uhaki na udhalimu right from there before we proceed tangia tu pale kabla tuendelee what is saying just based on that scripture we just read up to this point kuzingatia na ile andiko ambalo tumelisoma up to this point hadi wakati huu anasema essentially kimsingi that there is no mixed garment there is no third garment kwamba hakuna bazi la tatu there is only the garment of righteousness kuna bazi tu la uhaki that you should take and move on into the kingdom of glory ambalo unapaswa kulichukua na uendelee uende katika ufalme wa utukufu and there is the garment of satan na kuna lo bazi la shetani finest linen purple and what kitani safi zambarau na nini and for us our choice is the finest linen bright and clean white na kwetu sisi uchaguzi wetu ni kitani safi nyeupe na inayongaa and then he say alafu anasema over here now upande huu sasa there is no mixing kwamba hakuna kuchanganya righteousness and wickedness kati ya uhaki na udhalimu na uovu in other words he saying kwa maneno mengine anasema this is a tremendous rebuke to the present church kwamba huku ni kukemewa kwa ajabu kwa kanisa la sasa hivi because the present day church has, has chosen it is called alakate you order as you conveniently want it's called alakate alakate i think it's a french word kanisa la sasa linapenda alakate unaitisha kwa kadri unavyotaka tu you you come in the lord has served a buffet bana amepea ameandaa meza 
but they are coming and choosing what they want to fit their lifestyle lakini wanakuja na kuchagua tu kile ambacho itatoshelesha mtindo wao wa maisha this part i take this part i take so they are blended sin into their christian salvation into their christian salvation hii sehemu unachukua hii sehemu unachukua kwa hivyo wamechanganya katika wokovu wao wa kikristo kwa mapano why have you not changed your dressing this dressing is bad men will lust at you ni kwa nini hujabadilisha you don't want satan to use you you are not a daughter of satan why are you still like this ni kwa nini hujabadilisha mavazi yako wanaume watakutamani wewe si binti wa shetani Utaki shetani akutumie. Utaki shetani akutumie. Utaki kuwa chombo cha shetani. Utaki kuwa chombo cha shetani. What I've just said is that you don't want the devil to use you, you don't want to be a vessel for Satan. So why are you still dressed like that? Tight trousers, short skirts, what have you? The, 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 Jesus died already. He went to the Calvary cross kwa, and he defeated all this already. Ni kwa nini umevalia namna hiyo sketi fupi long inayo bana? Yesu tayari alikufa kwa ajili yako, alikwenda kwa msalaba. Akamaliza haya yote. Akamaliza haya yote. And so, na hivyo basi, there is a mixing of righteousness with unrighteousness kuna kuchanganya kwa uhaki na kutokuwa na uhaki and in this case na katika kesi hii the lord has set up a law bwana ameweka sheria that says inayosema that in this salvation kwamba katika wokovu huu light nuru the salvation of the cross wokovu wa msalaba plus darkness pamoja na giza is always equal to darkness kila wakati inatoshana na giza so we must separate from sin to be born again kwa hivyo lazima tujitenge na dhambi ili tuwe tumeokoka when we are born again we must be separated from sin wakati ambapo tumeokoka lazima tutengwe na dhambi including a deliberate personal effort kuhusisha bidii ya kibinafsi to separate from sin ya kujitenga kutoka kwa dhambi. And it says in Matthew chapter 5 blessed people. Na nasema katika Mathayo mlango wa 5 watu wabarikiwa. Matthew chapter 5:28-29:30. Mathayo mlango wa 5 mstari wa 29:30. It says the following. Anasema yafuatayo. If your right eye causes you to sin, ikiwa jicho lako la kulia litakakusababisha utende dhambi. He says scoop it out with a knife. Gorge it out gorge it out and throw it into the dustbin i'm saying he says gorge it out and throw it away anasema lingoe ulitupe mbali kwa pipa kwa pipa that's the gospel i'm preaching hiyo ndio injili ambayo ninahubiri the gospel of gorging out the eye the right eye injili ya kungoa jicho la kulia and throwing it into the dustbin na kulitupa kwa pipa and moving on with life na kuendelea na maisha amazing yeshangaza it's called zero tolerance to sin inaitwa bila kupatana kamwe na dhambi he says anasema again i repeat tena narudia beautiful scripture in the bible andiko la kupendeza katika biblia these are some of the highlights of the gospel the high points in the gospel hizi ndizo sehemu za kunukuu ambazo ni za ni za kunukuu zaidi katika injili Matthew chapter 5:29 to 30. If your right eye causes you to sin, jicho lako la kuume likikufanya utende dhambi, gorge it out and throw it away. Lingoe ulitupe mbali. It is better for you to lose one part of your body. Ni afadhali kwako kupoteza kiungo kimoja cha mwili wako 
than for the whole body to be thrown into the lake of fire called hell. Kuliko mwili wako mzima utupe jehanamu. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The gospel of the kingdom. Injili ya ufalme. And then he says on. Anafukisha anaendelea kusema. And if your right hand causes you to sin, kama mkono wako wa kume ukikufanya utende dhambi. In other words he saying go and find an orthopedic surgeon with the electric saw. He says again if your right hand causes you to sin, anasema kama mkono wako wa kume ukikufanya utende dhambi, cut it off and throw it away. Ukate utupe mbali. Look at us. Oh, so that is the hand I was seeing in the dream, right? That I was talking to you people about, right? I saw this he showed me the second hand of the one hand twice, you know. I was telling you, right? Randy and every, even you, right? Thank you yesterday in the meeting. I said that, that, that you will see two hands. Okay, now. He goes on to say the following. Tremendous. He says, again, and if your right hand causes you to sin, kama mkono wako wa kume ukikufanya utende dhambi in other words you say get get an electric saw a surgeon an orthopedic with electric saw the one that cuts bones through and everything and then, but he's saying it here and he says and if your right hand causes you to sin anasema kama mkono wako wa kume ukikufanya utende dhambi cut it off and throw it away ukate utupe mbali it's better for you to lose one part of your body Niafadhali kwako kupoteza kiungo kimoja cha mwili than for your whole body to go into hell kuliko mwili wako mzima utupe jehanamu and that right eye na ilo jicho la kulia might be your best friend huenda likawa ni rafiki wako mzuri that right hand my I, I, I don't want to say might be your wife or husband i don't want to say that really don't push me don't push me in that direction please i just want to say the neutral ones they might say look he's preaching against what no 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 no, no, no. i'm simply saying it has a lot he say go look for an orthopedic surgeon and tell him to cut it off what an act Umwambie aikatilie mbali ni tendo la aina gani hilo? You said that person will have loved Jesus too much, right? Tusema mtu huyo lazima awe amempenda Yesu sana sana. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's saying sacrificial worship. Anasema ibada ya kujitolea. Sacrificial worship. Ibada ya kujitolea in the act of separation from sin katika, and this is personal separation katika tendo la kujitenga kutoka kwa dhambi na huku ni kujitenga kibinafsi from sin kutoka kwa dhambi can we now look at the next foundation the premise for the message of the garment the next one i said is separation from anything that can entrap you into sin right hebu tutazame ifuatayo ambayo nilisema ni kwamba chochote ambacho kinaweza kukuvutia kutoka kwa dhambi kujitenga nacho that can trick you ambacho kinaweza to enter in sin kuingia katika dhambi the book of revelation 18:4 kitabu cha ufunuo 18 mstari wa 4 i've read it several here even yesterday i did nimeisoma mara kadhaa hata jana nilisoma revelation 18:4 ufunuo 18 mstari wa 4 he says Anna say, Then I heard another voice from heaven say 
kisha nikasikia sauti nyingine kutoka mbinguni ikisema come out of her my people tokeni katikati yake enyi watu wangu so that you will not share in her sin ili msije mkashiriki dhambi zake so that you will not receive any of her plagues ili msije mkapatwa na pigo lake lolote he saying anasema sin by association dambi ya kuhusiana now you associate with a, a sinful entity sasa unahusiana na kitu ambacho kinicha dhambi and sin always has a way of entrapping you and snaring you dhambi kila wakati iko na njia ya kuingia kujipenyeza ndani let me just explain this to you hebu nielezee hii kwenu what it does kila anachofanya it raises the threshold for sin inside you inainua kiwango cha dhambi juu ndani yako the days when you saw that sin and you yelled against it siku ambazo ulikuwa ukiona hiyo dhambi na ukapaza sauti dhidi yake but the enemy is that, basing his, his his attack on the on the ground that if he shows you severally you become immune to it used to it lakini adui anatumia mtindo kwamba ukiona mara kadhaa unaizoea then it becomes normal sin becomes your new normal sasa kisha inakuwa kawaida dhambi inafanyika kitu chako cha kawaida but here we have zero tolerance to sin lakini hapa hatuna mapatano kamwe na dhambi and he says here na anasema hapa first corinthians chapter 8 verse 4 wa korinto wa kwanza mlango wa 8 mstari wa 4 again this is separating from anything that can trap you into sin tena hii ni kujitenga na kila kitu ambacho kinaweza kukuvutia kwa dhambi Says, so then about eating food sacrificed to idols we know that an idol is nothing at all in the world and that there is no god uh, that, 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 that there is no um, is, is nothing at all in the world and that there is no god but one his name is jehovah kwa sanamu tunajua kwamba sanamu si kitu chochote kabisa duniani na kwamba kuna Mungu mmoja tu Yehova In other words he saying kwa maneno mengine anasema those idols have no effect they have no power hizo sanamu hazina athari hazina nguvu but lakini you still need to separate from them bado unahitaji kujitenga nazo and then he goes on to say in the book of second kings kisha anaendelea kusema katika kitabu cha wafalme wa pili chapter 18 mlango wa 18 haleluya haleluya we are yet to begin the message this is the beginning of it rather tuko karibu kuanza thank you very much second kings chapter 18 wafalme wa pili mlango wa 18 verse 4 mustari wa 4 and then he says the following kisha anasema yafuatayo he removed the high places and smashed the sacred stones akaz akapaondoa mahali pa juu na pa kuabudiwa na kisha akazivunja sanamu and cut down their Asherah poles akakata nguzo za ashera and he broke into pieces the bronze snake akavunja vipande vipande ile nyoka ya shaba Moses made Mose aliyotengeneza up to the time the Israelites had been burning so 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 he just smashed them he knew that everything has changed yaonekana kana kwamba kila kitu kimebadilika ya kwamba alijua ya kwamba kila kitu kimebadilika he knew he knew that everything had changed alijua kwamba kila kitu kimebadilika but anyhow he just went ahead and smashed all of them out lakini hata hivyo alikwenda na kuziangamiza zote but you don't go this way then come back find someone was doing 
worship whatever Dio, so he's saying the book of uh, uh, we, we, the, the third phase is separation from the world Matthew chapter 13 Matthew mlango wa 30 38 He says Anasema Matthew 13:38 Matayo 13:38 The parable of the weeds Ufafanuzi wa mfano wa magugu And he says Na anasema The field is the world Shamba ni ulimwengu and the good seed stands for the sons of the kingdom the weeds are the sons of the evil one magugu ni wana wa yule muovu the next scripture we're finishing with 1 corinthians 7:31 andiko nalofuata tunamalizia na wa korintho wa kwanza 7:21 kama ambao hawakuhusiki navyo for this world in its present form is passing away kwa maana dunia hii kama tunavyoiona sasa inapita so he's explained it so well kwa hivyo anaelezea vizuri sana and if you go to the book of second peter chapter 3 verse 10 he says there will be a big fire that will destroy the entire earth with all the things you love in the earth na ukienda katika kitabu cha petro so he is emphasized that there is no need to be attached kwa hivyo anasisitiza hakuna haja ya kuhusiana navyo unahitaji kujitenga so now Why is it important based on this foundation? Ni kwa nini ni muhimu kuzingatia na msingi huu? To prepare kujiandaa a glorious garment of righteousness. Kuanda vazi la utukufu la uhaki. Atisawa. Katika sahi in the life of the church. Katika maisha ya kanisa. Why? Ni kwa nini? Because we know that the messiah is coming kwamba mesia anakuja and the lord has already taken me before the throne to the throne na ye bwana amenipeleka katika enzi yake and i stood there na nikasimama huko on that july 29th the year 2009 katika mwezi wa julai mwaka wa tarehe 29 mwaka wa 2009 And I stood before the throne of God. Na nikasimama mbele ya enzi ya Mungu. And when I stood there. Na niliposimama pale. For the first time. Kwa mara ya kwanza kabisa. I saw the church inside heaven. Nikaliona kanisa ndani mwa mbinguni. 
I have seen the Lord take the church severally. Nilikuwa nimemwona Bwana akilichukua kanisa mara kadhaa. And given that prophecy. Na kupeana huo unabii. Eloquently enough. Kwa kwa waziwazi kabisa. And now. Na hivyo basi. He shows me. Ananionyesha. Thank you my daughter who is carrying water on the head. Thank you very much. Asante binti wangu aliyebeba maji kichwani. Asante sana. The Lord bless you abundantly. Bwana akubarikie kweli kweli. Mtume unyang'anye. Chukua chukua maji toa kwake. Take it away from her. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, the others are doing the same. Thank you. So now. Kwa hivyo sasa Look at this now. Tazama hii sasa. Amazing. Look at this now. Tazama hii sasa. I see the church. Ninaliona kanisa. For the first time then. Kwa mara ya kwanza wakati huo. Standing before the throne of God and worshiping before the throne. Wakiwa wamesimama mbele ya enzi ya Mungu na wakiabudu mbele ya enzi. And when is worship when they are worshiping there Na wanapoabudu pale their garments are radiant they are pure white and glorious and radiant Mavazi yao yanang'aa ni meupe na yanang'aa na kuangaza And they are all worshiping in unison I see their hands going together in one direction like Na wanaabudu katika umoja They all go together in one direction it was very powerful very beautiful Mikono yao inaenda kwa upande mmoja namna ina upande mwingine namna ilikuwa ya kupendeza sana And the worship song that was being sung by the angels is the most beautiful song my ears have ever heard na wimbo ambao walikuwa wakiabudu wimbo ambao unaabudiwa na malaika ni wimbo wa kupendeza sijawahi kusikia wimbo wa kupendeza namna hiyo and then alafu as they turn their garments the, the glory their garments give like flashes of camera flashes the glory of their garments wanapogeuka namna hii ule utukufu wa mavazi yao unaangaza hivi kama miali ya kamera as though someone is using camera flashes but that is just the glory from their garment turning and showing the glory they behold kana kwamba mtu anapiga ile ile miari ya kamera namna hii lakini ni mavazi yao yanayoangaza utukufu and so he saying nipo basi anasema there before the throne wako mbele ya enzi and that's why it's important for us to prepare the garment of righteousness na hiyo ndio sababu ni muhimu kwetu sisi kuandaa vazi la uhaki because very soon kwa sababu hivi karibuni you the church wewe kanisa you're going to have to appear before the throne of god mtakwenda kujiwasilisha mbele ya enzi ya Mungu and so the garment na hivyo basi vazi the garment is very important vazi ni muhimu zaidi it is the definition of our christianity ndio maelezo ya ukristo wetu but before i touch on the garment lakini kabla niguzie vazi let me just bring it to you eh? on what is abound What what the throne beholds? Hebu kwanza ni wasilishie. ambacho kiko katika enzi. To underscore the gravity of the need to prepare well. Ili kuweza kuleta ule uzito hitaji la kujiandaa vyema. I'm just running through I can read the book of Revelation chapter 4 first for you. Ninawezapitia tunaweza soma kwanza kitabu cha Ufunuo mlango wa 4 kwa ajili yenu. Before I go down the list of how, what is at the throne position kabla niende katika orodha na nini ambacho kiko katika enzi Revelation chapter 4 I'm reading verse 1 to 11 Ufunuo mlango wa 4 nasoma mstari wa 1 hadi 11 He says after this I looked and there before me was a door standing open in heaven 
anasema baada ya mambo hayo nilitazama nami nikaona mbele yangu mlango ulio wazi mbinguni And he says Naye anasema He says the following Anasema yafuatayo After this I looked and there before me was a door standing open in heaven Baada ya mambo hayo nilitazama nami nikaona mbele yangu mlango ulio wazi mbinguni And the voice I had heard I had first heard speaking to me like a trumpet said Nayo ile sauti niliyoisikia niliyokuwa nimeisikia hapo kwanza ikisema nami kama tarumbeta Come up here and I will show you what must take place after this. At once I was in the spirit and right before me was a throne in heaven. With someone sitting on it kilikikiwa kimekaliwa na mtu mmoja and the one who sat there had the appearance of jasper yeye aliyekuwa amekikalia alikuwa anaonekana kama yaspi and canelian na akiki a rainbow resembling an emerald encircled the throne kukizunguka kile kiti cha enzi palikuwa na upinde wa mvua ulionekana kama zumaridi surrounding the throne were 24 other thrones pia kukizunguka hicho kiti cha enzi palikuwa na viti 24 and seated on them were the 24 elders na juu ya hivyo viti walikuwa wameketi wazee 24 they were dressed in white and had crowns of gold on their heads waliovaa majoho meupe wakiwa na taji za dhahabu vichwani mao from the throne came flashes of lightning kwenye kile kiti cha enzi palikuwa panatoka miali ya umeme wa radi na ngurumo and peals of thunder na sauti za radi before the throne were seven lamps the seven lamps were blazing mbele ya hicho kiti cha enzi palikuwa na taa saba zilizokuwa zinawaka these are the seven spirits of god hizi ndizo roho saba za mungu also before the throne there was what looked like a sea of glass clear as crystal pia mbele ya hicho kiti cha enzi palikuwa na kile kilichoonekana kama bahari ya kio in the center and around the throne were the four living creatures katikati kukizunguka kile kiti cha enzi kulikuwa na viumbe wane wenye uhai and remember i have seen each one of these four living creatures no. and i have communicated with them i have interacted with them on this mission Nakumbuka kwamba nimeona kila moja wa hawa viumbe wane wenye uhai na nimekwisha kuwasiliana nao kuhusiana na huduma hii. He says mission hili. Okay, he says uh, in the center around in the center around the throne were four living creatures. Anasema katikati kuzunguka kiti cha enzi palikuwa na wale wa viumbe wane wenye uhai. They were covered with eyes in front and back. Wakiwa wamejawa anasema huyo kiumbe wa kwanza mwenye uhai alikuwa kama simba na wa pili alikuwa kama ngombe na watatu alikuwa na uso kama wa mwanadamu na wanne alikuwa kama tai anayeruka each of the four living creatures are covered with six, the creatures had six wings and was covered with eyes all around even under the wings 
hadi chini ya mabawa day and night they never stop saying usiku na mchana hawakuacha kusema holy mtakatifu holy mtakatifu holy is the lord god almighty mtakatifu ni bana mungu mwenyezi who was and is and is to come aliyekuwako aliyeko na atakayekuja and whenever the living creatures give glory and thanks to him who sits on the throne kila mara viumbe hao wenye uhai wanne walipomtukuza kumheshimu na kumshukuru yeye aliyeketi kwenye kile kiti cha enzi and he who lives forever and ever tena aishie milele na milele the 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever wale wazeishi na wanne wanguka mbele zake yeye aliyeketi kwenye kile kiti cha enzi na kumwabudu yeye aliye hai milele na milele they lay their crowns before the throne of glory and say wao huziweka taji zao mbele hicho kiti cha enzi wakisema you are worthy our lord and god bana mungu wetu wewe umestahili to receive the glory and the honor and the power kupokea utukufu na heshima na uweza for you created all living things kwa maana ndiwe uliye viumba vitu vyote and by your will they were created and have their being their life because of you na kwa mapenzi yako viliumbwa na vimekuwako viko hai kwa sababu yako amazing at the throne of god before the throne of god yashangaza katika enzi ya mungu mbele ya enzi ya mungu so the reason we need to prepare the perfect garment the righteous garment the garment of righteousness before we appear is this kwa hivyo sababu ambayo tunahitaji kuandaa vazi la haki vazi la usafi kabla tujiwasilishe ndio hii because kwa sababu appearing before such a throne this throne is not a joke kujiwasilisha katika enzi kama hii sio mzaha this is the highest calling huo ndio mwito wa juu zaidi to be called to appear before this throne ili kuitwa kujiwasilisha mbele ya enzi hii and you can see lightning rumbles of thunder peals of thunder is so much going there carnelite like emerald there's so much glamour unaweza kuona ile gurumo za radi kuna ile zumaridi na akiki kuna mengi yanaoendelea pale ambayo ni safi those are finest ornamental metals but now you have them in their finest most form sasa hivyo ni fiuma na viungo ambavyo viko katika usafi wake wa juu zaidi and the lord and the lamb are seated na ye bana na mwana kondoo wameketi so the reason we need to prepare the garment of righteousness is number one. kwa hivyo sababu ambayo unahitaji kuandaa vazi la uhaki nambari moja because before the throne we are before the greatest power kwa sababu mbele ya enzi tuko mbele ya nguvu kubwa zaidi greatest power nguvu kubwa zaidi number two, the greatest authority jambo la pili mamlaka makubwa zaidi the greatest love of god upendo mkubwa zaidi wa mungu the greatest blessings baraka kubwa zaidi the greatest glory utukufu mkubwa zaidi the greatest honor heshima kubwa zaidi the greatest grace neema kubwa zaidi the greatest justice of god haki kubwa zaidi ya mungu the greatest peace amani kubwa zaidi the greatest joy eternal furaha kubwa zaidi milele the greatest eternal life 
uzima mkubwa zaidi wa milele the greatest sovereignty of god ukuu mkubwa zaidi wa mungu the greatest majesty of the king jehovah ukuu mkubwa zaidi wa mfalme jehovah greatest praise neema kubwa zaidi and greatest 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 everything na kubwa 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 kila kitu That is why we really have to prepare. Hiyo ndio sababu kwa kweli tunahitaji lazima tujiandae. It is not a joke. Sio muzaha kabisa. Prepare before this throne. Kujiwasilisha mbele ya enzi hii. Everything there is the greatest. Kila kitu pale ndio kubwa kabisa. But I want to share the following. Lakini nataka kushiriki yafuatayo. Now. Sasa. Now that we know that this is the status of the throne plus 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 the status of the throne sasa kwa sababu tunajua hii ndio hali ya enzi kuongeza 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 calling for the need to prepare well kuitisha itaji la kujiandaa vyema the garment vazi what is the significance of the garments before the garment before i begin umuhimu wa vazi ni upi kabla ni anzi and this is a word explosion and the word expo huu ni mlipuko wa neno So I have the latitude to go both left as far as the sun and right as far as uh Kwa hivyo nina uwezo wa kwenda kushoto na ku na Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he saying Kwa hivyo anasema that the garment is instrumental it is important. Kwamba bazi ni la umuhimu for the church. Kwa ajili ya kanisa. And preparing the right garment goes a long way in defining the profession of the christian faith nevo basi katika kuandaa vazi linalofaa inaingia ndani katika vilindi kuelezea ile imani ya ukristo because he say kwa sababu anasema that that garment kwamba hilo vazi let's start with just a normal situation on the world here right hebu tuanze na tukio tu la kawaida la ukristo can we talk i think let us talk a bit nafikiria afadhali tuongee kiasi on the earth here hapa duniani the garment vazi the garment that somebody wears vazi ambalo mtu ulivaa normally goes a long way to underscore some very important things about the person kwa kawaida huingia katika vilindi vya ndani kumuelezea huyo mtu for example kwa mfano can i just describe a sketch Je naweza kuelezea tu mchoro? Escape, thank you mchoro. Sketch. Mchoro. If two young men appear here. Ikiwa vijana wawili watajitokeza hapa. The one on the left. Mmoja upande wa kushoto. It takes a baseball cap. Achukue kofia. And it turns it backwards. Na igeuze iangalie nyuma and wears it like that naivalie tu namna hiyo and he wears the tight jeans with the with the knees with the, with the, which is destroyed on the knees is torn on the knees alafu avalie ile jeans ambayo inambana na pia imetoboka toboka hapa magotini and he puts different colors on the pockets alafu aweke rangi tofauti tofauti mifukoni and he wears rubber shoes na avalie viatu vya raba without socks bila socks Can I continue? <laughs> to describe the young man. Because I really want you to decide on your own that you have to prepare the garment. So he's wearing rubber shoes without socks and jeans. Let, let me face the camera though. A young man. 
kijana two young men appear vijana wawili wa bulana wanajitokeza one standing on the left mmoja amesimama upande wa kushoto and he takes a baseball cap na achukue sehemu ya mbele ya kofia and he turns it backward and he wears it like that na kuigeuza nyuma na kuiangusha na kuivalia hivyo and he wears a tight jeans trouser which is torn on the knees and torn in places torn alafu avalie long ya jeans ambayo hapa magotini iko na mashimo imetoboka toboka Imeraruka, raruka. Imeraruka, raruka. And then he, his pockets have different colors. Alafu mifuko yake iko na rangi tofauti And he's wearing a rubber shoes rubber sneakers shoes without socks. Alafu amebaria viatu vya raba bila soksi. And he's wearing a t-shirt without sleeves. Alafu amebalia ile t-shirt ambayo haina mikono mrefu. And on the back is written the goons. Alafu hapo nyuma imeandikwa majangili. And in the front is saying yes we are the ones. Alafu hapa mbele inasema ndio ni sisi. So he is standing here. Kwa hivyo amesimama hapa. And his age met. Na wale wenzake wanarika wenzake. Probably is 1920. His age met is on this side on the right. Labda manarika wake yuko upande huu mwingine. Labda miaka 19 hivi. He's wearing black well polished shoes amevalia viatu vyeusi vilivyopigwa na socks and navy blue suit na ako na ile suti ya zamawati and a white shirt na shati jeupe and a navy blue tie alafu ako na ile tai ya, ya zamawati and the, for him he has shaved he has, he has combed his hair very well kwake yeye ametengeza nywele zake vizuri akiwa na shati jeupe na tai tell me Nambie. the dressing of these two people mabazi ya hawa watu wawili don't they tell so much about each one of these people je sinazungumzia sana kuhusiana kila mmoja hawa watu that is where i wanted to bring you to before we begin on the garment hapo ndipo nilitaka kuwaleta kabla tuanze kuhusiana na vazi so you can tell now the indictment of the church ili kwamba sasa ukaweze kuelezea kuhusiana na kanisa mashtaka kwa kanisa mashtaka kwa kanisa on your own Before we begin the message you can already tell. Kabla tuanze ujumbe tayari unaweza ukasema. Because this kind of dressing aina hii ya mavazi the two different dressings haya mavazi aina mbili they will tell you number one yatakwambia nambari moja the personality of each one of them ule utu wa kila mmoja wao so the clothes you wear kwa hivyo will determine your personality mavazi ambayo unavalia inazungumza your personality they will tell the world they will broadcast itaambia ulimwengu ngambo your personality utu wako they will broadcast abroad inatangaza ngambo number two. jambo la pili the clothes you wear mavazi unayovaa will also present pia itawasilisha what stage in life you are at uko katika kiwango gani cha maisha number three. jambo la tatu the clothes you wear mavazi unayovaa And this other one is sagging his trousers anyway but the clothing you wear mavazi ambayo unavaa huyu mwingine amefaa long ambayo inaanguka will tell itasema the work you do because work they are clothes you are told you must wear when you are going to work there is a certain minimum they may not tell you the exact clothes to wear but there is a level of decency and whatever that some jobs require inaelezea ile kazi ambayo unafanya kuna matakwa ya kazi inaelezea ile kazi ambayo unafanya kuna mahitaji kulingana na kazi ambayo unaifanya vile ambavyo unapaswa kuvalia my pressure 
precious daughter, senior counsel, Gadara, Jen Gadara. You seem to agree with me so much on this matter here. He speaks so much on their stages in life. The personality. For example, the one on this side with loud clothes. And he's saying the goons, yes we are. This guy, they call them extroverts. Is it extra or extrovert? They are outward. They are party animals. They go out. They, they, are, they are outward people. And the other one, they are conserved. They are reserved. They are principled, they follow principle. So the clothes the church wears say so much about the church. So much. So much. Hallelujah. You are busy broadcasting abroad what you are by what you wear. Oh yes. The clothes you wear, they speak so much about you. Before I begin the garment of righteousness, what garment is the church wearing now? And what is it saying about the church? You said there is a problem. We are now checking the dressing code. So you don't just wake up and wear clothes. The clothes you wear also talk about your intention. What you intend to achieve. Or the function you, you want to attend. Hey. Hey. The function you want to attend. Where are you going now? What is the occasion? Meaning they have seen you well dressed. So they say, hey, what is the occasion? Say, no, I have a ball, a dinner for the for the lawyers in the city. I have a doc, doctor's uh, dinner, cocktail, what? We, we don't drink those cocktails, but I'm saying maybe they are professional, what? So, what is the occasion? Because the, what the way you address tells them about the function, the function you are going to. The way the church is dressed today. What function is she attending? You see that now. If you are preparing for a certain function, you'd rather be dressed as much. So before we talk about the garment, there are some basic things about clothing. Dressing. That speak volumes. They speak about your personality, your character. Your state of mind. That's why you. Thank you. That's why you walk into an interview room and they have already interviewed you. They have just looked at your dressing and already they have done the interview. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! They say, preach it, man. 
Hallelujah. The way you are dressed. Since you broadcast abroad a lot about you. In the book of Zechariah chapter 3 we begin from there. Zechariah chapter 3. And keep in mind these two young men in front of me here. Don't lose them. Which kind of clothes is the church wearing? With continuous abortions in the church. What kind of clothes? The book of Zechariah. Chapter 3. Verses 1 to 5. He says the following. Garments for the high priest. Then he showed me Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord. And Satan standing at his right hand side to accuse him. The Lord said to Satan, The Lord rebuke you, Satan. The Lord who has chosen Jerusalem, rebuke you. Is not this man a burning stick snatched from the fire? Now Joshua was dressed in filthy clothes as he stood before the angel of the Lord. Verse 4 says, the angel said to those who were standing before him, take off his filthy garments then he said to Joshua see I have taken away your sin and I will put rich garments on you then I said put a clean pattern on his head the symbol of priesthood so they put a clean pattern on his head and clothed him while the angel of the Lord stood by to supervise. The angel of the Lord then gave this charge to Joshua. This is what the Lord Almighty says unto you. If you will walk in my ways and keep my requirements, then you will govern my house. Charge of my courts, and I give you a place among these angels standing here. In other words, the clothes you wear, the garment you wear, also goes a long way to describe the nationality, the citizenship you belong to. 
the kingdom of god had a particular dressing ufalme wa mungu ulikuwa na mavazi ya aina fulani kitani safi bright and clean nyeupe na inayonga but then he painted the garment kisha akalichafua vazi became filthy garment likawa vazi chafu then now he belonged to the kingdom of satan sasa akawa ni wa ufalme wa shetani so the garment you wear can define your destiny where you are headed to what function you are going to attend unalovaa naweza likaamua hatima hatima ambayo unaenda ni afla gani ambayo unakwenda kuihudhuria i don't want to hear that anybody is going to attend a function in hell sitaki kusikia kwamba mtu yote anakwenda kuhudhuria hafla jehanamu you just want to go to one function up in the kingdom of glory unataka tu kwenda kwa hafla moja huko juu katika ufalme wa utukufu to worship the lord and to eat the bread continually forever hallelujah hallelujah and so the garment you wear can tell about your destiny where you are headed to your personality your character yako it defines so much about you your integrity inaelezea sana kuhusiana na wewe kuhusiana na uaminifu wako hallelujah hallelujah and so now turn with me to revelation revelation geuka pamoja nami kitabu cha ufunuo the book of revelation kitabu ni cha ufunuo chapter 19 mlango wa 19 verses 6 to verse 9 mustari wa 6 hadi 9 as we jump now deeper into this message of the glorious garment tunaporuka katika bilindi sasa kuhusiana na ujumbe wa vazi la utukufu book of revelation chapter 19 kitabu cha ufunuo mlango wa 19 Is anybody walking with is anybody gaining a thing or two? Che mtu anapata kitu kimoja ama mambo mawili. At the end of the wall yes I have blessed you. Kule mwisho kwa ukuta ndio nimewabariki. Thank you even on the highway thank you. Hata kule kwenye barabara kuu asante. The Lord bless you indeed. Bwana awabariki kweli kweli. This is beautiful. We are coming back to utawala. Hii ni ya kupendeza. Tunarudi utawala. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It will be dubbed Utawala 3. Itakuwa inaitwa Utawala ya 3. Convention. Kongamano. Kongamano mlipuko wa neno. Thank you. Asante. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Revelation chapter 19. Ufunuo mlango wa 19. 6 to 9. Sita hadi 9. This is the scripture that celebrates the day of the wedding of the Lamb of God. Hili ndilo andiko linalosherekea siku ya harusi ya mwana kondoo wa Mungu. Siku iliyongojewa zaidi. And I'm going to handle this scripture. Na nitakwenda kushughulikia andiko hili. And just handle a small part of this message. Na kushughulikia sehemu ndogo ya ujumbe huu. And the next part of the garment proper I will handle in uh, utawala 3. Na hiyo sehemu nyingine ya vazi sehemu kubwa nitaishughulikia katika utawala ya tatu. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm kind of surprised by that response, right? Nimeshangazwa sana na kuitikia huko, sivyo? Because I thought you were standing up saying, "No, do it now. We want it now." Kwa sababu nilidhani mtasimama sema hapana hapana, uifanye sasa. We want it now. Nobody knows the day or the hour. Do it now. Hakuna mtu ajuae siku wala saa. Ifanye sasa. Revelation 19:6 to 9 says the following. 
He says, then I heard what sounded like a great multitude. Like the roar of rushing waters. Like loud peals of thunder shouting. Hallelujah. For our Lord God Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory. For the wedding of the Lamb has come. And his bride has made herself ready. Verse 8 of Revelation 19. He says, Finest linen, bright and clean, was given her to wear. And he says, The finest linen stands for the righteousness, the righteous acts of the holy people of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this is your baseline scripture. Your foundation scripture. And in this scripture here. The Lord is saying. That there is a special day that is coming. A special day is coming. And it is known as the day of the wedding of the Lamb of God. Melchizedek's day. The day of light. The day of righteousness. The day of power. The day of salvation. The day of eternity in heaven. The day of the coming of the King. That day is coming. The day of holiness. And he's saying, in this narrative, this celebration here, he's saying, that when that day approaches and comes, when that day realizes, that there is a historic celebration that consumes the entire expanse of heaven. Kunayo shere kuba kabisa ambayo inachukua mbinguni yote. Historic. Yaki historia. Celebration. Sherehe. It is a celebration like none ever before. Nani shere ambayo kama ijawe kuwa kama hiyo. And he's saying, in the manner of their celebration, he could hear the multitudes and multitudes of millions and millions of angels. Katika hiyo kusherekea geskia. We don't know how many billions. Umati mkuba kabisa mamilioni they are shouting some words that they are celebrating. They are celebrating and saying hallelujah. In other words, they are saying because of this day, for this day now. Hallelujah. For now we know. Nani baby blessings mkuje kwanza? Mkuje wawili kwanza. Mtoto Sit down everybody, sit down. Everybody sit down. Wachana na watoto. Wachana na watoto. 
Just sit down. Don't worry. You'll create a mess if you don't. Kuja kwangu. Come to me, my son, my, my daughter. Kuja kwangu, binti wangu. My special daughters. Mabinti wangu wadamani. Still walking. Bado wanatembea. Still walking. Bado wanatembea. Still walking. Bado wanatembea. On the screen, right over oh, there, you see when she was being presented on TV. They were doing fundraising. Because the doctors were thinking they have to operate the brain and see what is the reason. And when I was in Rio de Janeiro in Brazil, then I saw her in the dream the healing service that was coming. This was her. Totally incapacitated. And was being advertised on TV for fundraising. To be able to go look for some money and go do a surgery abroad. Open, open the head, check the brain. Why is she not walking? This is she and then and then now you see sasa unaona, sasa unaona. Is this today that's another meeting oh this is her now yes the, oh, so that is the when i was in rio de janeiro that is the sweater i talked about in the in, in the prophecy i called from rio to the radio the sweater the other one the sweater the other one the, the sweater the, the, when she first walked in Eldred, you see next that one, that sweater, the white, I said the white woolen like sweater. And I said the mother is there. The mother. Precious baby, she began to bring her invalid legs to me. This is beautiful gospel. I love this gospel. And that is you now. You are still eating fingers and just having sweet things. Just eating them, right? <laughs> Look at that now. Beautiful gospel in Kenya and in the Church of Christ globally. This is more than Kenya. This is for the whole world. And Jesus is saying, just come. I'm willing. I'm willing to cover it. To cover your shame. Just come back from Lodebar. Let a very rich, powerful sana. And then baby Marion, Marion 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 Powerful, powerful situation in this church. Surely, surely the Lord has been good. Marion Look, look, the way she used to pull herself on the soil. Even the leg is dead, she has to use the hand to move the leg. You see that, you see that, you see that, yes. She has to use the hand to pull the leg. 
This is a beautiful gospel. Hii ni njili ya kupendeza. I love the cross. Ninapenda msalaba. On a hill called Calvary. Na mlima uitwao Calvary. And the blood. Na damu is still flowing. Bado inajiririka. From that day on. Kuanzia siku hiyo na kuendelea. The blood has been flowing. Damu imekuwa ikitiririka. To this very day. Hadi siku ya leo. Wonderful sana. Sasa muende mlikuwa mnaenda pale, si ndio? Utakuja kuona utakuja kuona the two prophets of God. Mwambie mama akulete. Tell your mom to bring you to the offices there. So we can buy you a dress and shoes and things and just celebrate Jesus. Utamleta, where is the mother? Utamleta. Please make sure you 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 bring her, right? Akikisha kwamba unamleta. The mother. Mamake. Yes, thank you. Okay, thank you. Thank you through the archbishop. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed. Can you be seated before the Lord? So, the glorious garment of righteousness. He says, a big celebration breaks out. When that day arrives, a historic celebration. And inside that celebration, there is a conversation there. They are saying words. They are saying, now we know that our Lord God Almighty He reigns. So the day you enter heaven establishes very well that our Lord God Almighty reigns. Because He will have essentially defeated sin in your life. And that's why there is that tremendous celebration there but even in the manner of celebration you can tell they are saying that this has been a long time in coming a long most awaited day waited for so long and finally boom arrives finally arrives and he's saying based on that then the anticipation the expectation explodes out into the celebration big celebration and he says the reason the real reason they celebrate is the arrival of the day they are saying the arrival of the day long time in waiting but they say the real underlying reason for the big grand mega celebration is because the day has arrived but when they look at the bride of Christ they find she is also ready and so they exploded out and said wow the day has arrived and the bride is ready so your preparation today has serious ramifications into the joy and the celebration of that day. Your salvation is not a public event. It is not a communal, a group event. 
It's a personal undertaking to commitment and faith. Faithfulness to Jesus. Because you want to make his day. Kwa sababu unataka kuifanya siku hii. The way he also made your day on the cross. Jinsi pia aliifanya siku yako msalabani. And so you want to ensure. Kwa hivyo unataka kuhakikisha kwamba unatekeleza sehemu yako. That you go right into the right preparation. Kwamba uende katika maandalizi yanayofaa. That when the day arrives. Kwamba siku inapofika. You may be found ready. Ukapatikane huko tayari. That is the real underlying reason. Na anasema sababu yenyewe haswa. Is that when the day arrives. Ni kwamba siku inapofika. They find that the bride is ready. But how do they know she is ready? They say, they say that when they look at her, when heaven looks at the church on that day, on that day, and find that she is dressed finest linen. Bright and clean. And he says, finest linen is the righteousness of the church. In other words, if they check on you on that day and find that you are walking in righteousness, then the kingdom of heaven is yours. Celebrations break out. But before we go into the deep, I want to look at a few things. The coming of the Messiah itself. I'm going to read right now from Revelation 16 15. Then I'll handle three sections. And we'll close the conference for people to travel home when they're still light. Behold, I come like a thief. And blessed is he who stays awake and keeps his garment with himself that he may not go naked and be shamefully exposed. Can we look at like a thief? The book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Why does he say he's coming like a thief? 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verses 2-3 He says For you know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night while people are saying peace and safety destruction will come them come upon them suddenly as labor pains of a pregnant woman and they will be totally destroyed they will not escape like a thief we have seen Revelation 16.15 2 Peter 
chapter 3 verses 8 to 10. Petro wa pili mlango wa 3 mstari wa 8 hadi 10. He says the following. Anasema yafuatayo. But do not forget this one thing dear friends. Lakini wapenzi msisahau neno hili. With the Lord a day is like a thousand years. Kwamba kwa Bwana siku moja ni kama miaka elfu. And a thousand years are like a day. Na miaka elfu ni kama siku moja. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise. Bwana hakawii kuitimiza ahadi yake. As some understand slowness. Kama watu wengine wanavyodhani kukawia. He is patient with you. Yeye anawavumilia. Not wanting anyone to perish. Bwana hataki mtu yeyote angamie. But everyone to come into repentance. Bali kila mmoja afikilie toba. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. Lakini siku ya Bwana itakuja kama mwivi. The heavens will disappear with a roar. Ndipo mbingu zitatoweka kwa kishindo. And the elements will be destroyed by fire. Na vitu vya asili vitateketezwa kwa moto. And the earth and everything in it will be laid bare. Na hiyo dunia na kila kitu kilichomo ndani yake kitaunguzwa. First Thessalonians chapter 5. Wa Thessalonike wa kwanza mlango wa 5. Blessed people. Watu wabarikiwa. First Thessalonians chapter 5. Wa Thessalonike wa kwanza mlango wa 5. I'm reading verses 4 to 9. Ninasoma mstari wa 4 hadi 9. But you brothers are not in drunkenness. Like, oh sorry but you brothers are not in darkness like, which are same but you brothers are not in darkness so that this day should surprise you like a thief you are the sons of light and the sons of the day we do not belong to the night or to the darkness so then let us not be like others who are asleep but let us be alert and self controlled for those who sleep sleep at night and those who get drunk they get drunk at night and then he goes on to say since we belong to the day let us be self-controlled putting on faith and love as a breastplate and the hope of salvation as a helmet for God did not appoint us to suffer the wrath but to receive the salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ in other words the great tribulation that is coming the wrath of God is not yours for you you belong to the rapture to the kingdom of glory that is what he is saying here I am still handling like a thief Matthew 24 the day of the Lord coming like a thief before we go into the next part keeping the garment Matthew chapter 24 this is what he says hallelujah he says Matthew 24 he says the following verse 42 he says therefore keep watch because you do not know 
on what day your lord will come Again another scripture like a thief. Matthew 24:43. He says, But understand this. If the good man of the house, if the owner of the house had known at what time of the night the thief was coming. He would have kept watch and would not have let his house be broken into by the thief to take away the goods. Like a thief. Another scripture he is coming like a thief. Matthew 24 verse 44. He says the following. On verse 44 he says so you also may be ready must be ready so you also must be ready because the son of man will come at an hour when you least expect when you don't expect him like a thief again another scripture like a thief is Matthew 24 verse 47 so the warning has been resounded enough in the Bible that like a thief how powerful now we know like a thief and we will prepare not to be surprised so Matthew 24 47 to 51 I tell you the truth he will put him in charge of all his possessions but suppose the servant is wicked and says to himself my master is staying a long way a long time and then he begins to beat up his fellow servants and to eat and drink with the drunkards then the master of the servant will come on a day when he does not expect him and at an hour when he is not aware of and he will cut him to pieces and assign him a place among the hypocrites remember that among the hypocrites what is he saying in this warning like a thief he's saying there is this one very important highlight red flag does somebody have a bottle of water to give Moshimua here my, my son Thank you so much as we do that. Sit down. Okay, thank you. He's saying the following. He's saying that there is one impediment being raised as a red flag. On preparing the garment of the Lord. He's presenting one blockade, one challenge that the biggest challenge ever the biggest problem for preparing the garment of the Lord 
kwa ajili ya kuandaa vazi lake bwana the garment of righteousness vazi la uhaki he says that challenge anasema changamoto hiyo is the fact that the messiah tarries to come ni swala kwamba mesia anakawia kuja and he says unto himself My master is staying away so long. Bana wangu amekawia kuja. Then does not prepare the garment. Alafu haandai vazi. Do you understand what the Bible is saying? Je, umeelewa kile ambacho Biblia inasema? The challenge the Bible raises. Changamoto ambayo Biblia inainua. Ni anasema. That look kwamba tazama my master is staying away so long bana wangu amekawia kuja let me just go and do other things not prepare the garment hebu niende nikafanye vitu vingine nisiandae vazi he says anasema and a sign is my place na nampatia na mahali among the hypocrites miongoni mwa wanafiki meaning those christians are living in, living in hypocrisy kumaanisha wale wakristo wanaoishi katika unafiki wow wow what a sweet word ni neno tamu kiasi gani that is warning the church ambalo linaonya kanisa hallelujah hallelujah like a thief we are just on this like a thief tuko tukatika hii kama mwivi and the word is so beautiful na neno nilakupendeza nilakupendeza and there are many other challenges i can mention to you right na kuna changamoto zingine ambazo naweza taja kwenu for example the lukewarmness of christianity you see in this country and in the whole world kwa mfano uvuguvugu ambao unaona uvuguvugu wa ukristo ambao unaona katika nchi hii na pia kote kote ulimwenguni because the the messiah tarrying to come staying away for some time kwa sababu mesia anakawia kuja i have read it for you there nimewasomea hapo the purpose is one kusudi ni moja that nobody may perish kwamba mtu yeyote asiangamie everybody may be given the chance to enter the ministry of repentance and holiness kwamba kila mtu akapewe fursa ya kuingia katika huduma ya toba na utakatifu to repent watubu before he come kabla aje in this place katika mahali hapa let me talk about the university students because i got involved in their revival a bit hebu nizungumzie kuhusu wanafunzi wa vyo vikuu manake nilihusika katika uvuvio wao kiasi this is the only nation hili ndio taifa la pekee there quite many i think right this the only nation ni taifa la pekee when they are parking their bags to go to school wanapoweka mapenzi yao kwenda katika vyo vikuu katika chuo kikuu you find he or she unampata yeye akiwa kike ama wa kiume also packing the sack cloth pia anaweka ndani ya begi the sack the, the gunny bag anaweka kwa guni, anaweka gunia kwa mkopo putting beans and ile, maize ili akubeba maharagwe na mahindi and when you see when they are now giving me reports unaona sasa wanaponipatia ripoti from their revivals kutoka katika uvuvio wao you see sometimes they are all wearing the sack cloth and they are lying on their stomachs in the university they repenting unaona wakati repenting over the sin the sin in the university wamevalia mavazi ya gunia wanaishi katika chuo kikuna wanatubu katika kuhusiana na each one of them packs a sack kila mmoja wao anabeba gunia katika mikoba yao maybe in the united states they pack the lotion they labda, pack the vaseline they labda, pack the perfumes but here they pack the sack cloth labda machimbo <laughs> ya moja marekani wanabeba must have changed wanabeba mafuta time must have changed marashi nawaambia wakati umebadilika lazima iwe ni ya kwamba wakati umebadilika lazima iwe ni ya kwamba wakati umebadilika hallelujah hallelujah and so Neighbor boss. He's saying everybody needs to be given the chance 
to wear the sackcloth anasema kila mtu anahitaji ya kuvalia na kugeuka kutoka kwa hiyo ndio sababu anakawia but it was not for the sake of you now saying look is staying long let me drink and do whatever lakini haikuwa kwa sababu yako wewe sasa kwenda useme amekawia wacha nikuwe mlevi nikunywe na kufanya vitu hivyo Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It was meant for you to perfection salvation. Ili paswa kwako wewe kukamilisha wokovu. Perfection righteousness. Kukamilisha uhati. And go out and win more souls, bring them to repentance. Na kwenda nje na kuvua wengi kwa kuwaleta katika toba, katika wokovu. But you may not go to heaven alone. Kwamba usiende mbinguni peke yako. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he say like a thief. Ananasema kama mwivi. And he says here. Na anasema hapa. Matthew 25 verse 10. Matayo 25 mstari wa 5 like kama mwivi is well sounded in the bible imepigwa imeelezewa zaidi katika biblia very powerful imepigwa tarumbete sana huko so, so, so thank you my son so he saying the book of uh, matthew 25 10 anasema kitabu cha matayo 25 mstari wa 10:11 but while they were on their way to buy oil the bridegroom arrived like a thief nao walipokuwa wakienda kununua mafuta bana harusi akafika kama mwivi like a thief kama mwivi and the door was shut na mlango ukafungwa and he goes on to say na anaendelea kusema then the bridegroom arrived and the virgins were ready they went in with him into the wedding banquet bana harusi akafika wale wanawali waliokuwa tayari wakaingia ndani pamoja naye kwenye karamu ya harusi and the door was shut na mlango ukafungwa in spaniol they say it very beautifully katika, in their bible katika spaniola wanaisema kwa urembo sana katika biblia yao in the spanish bible they say katika biblia ya spaniola wasema señor mismo señor mismo cierro la puerta cierro la puerta the lord himself bana mwenyewe shut the door akaufunga mlango I want to be on the inside part. Nataka nipaniingie katika sehemu ya ndani. On that day when the Lord himself shuts the door. Wakatika hiyo siku wakati ambapo Bwana mwenyewe aliufunga mlango. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he says Mark chapter 13. Na anasema Marko 13. The word explosion. Mlipuko wa neno. What expo? Mlipuko wa neno. Is now sounding on the coming like a thief. Sasa inapiga tarumbeta kukuja kama mwivi. The Messiah coming for the church. Mesia akilijia kanisa. Like a thief. Kama mwizi. Mark 13 verse 35. Marko 13 mstari wa 35. All the way to 37. Kote kote hadi 37. Therefore keep watch because you do not know when the owner of the house will come back. Basi kesheni kwa sababu amujui ni lini mwenye nyumba atakaporudi. This church ili kanisa at this time katika wakati huu globally kote kote ule mwinguni, the church of Christ kanisa la Kristo has its owner liko na mwenyewe the owner of the church is he who died for her when purchased her mwenye kanisa ni yeye aliyelifia na kulinunua you may have given you a chance to keep custody uenda angeli alikupatia ile fursa ya kuchunga do you remember ziba jemu nakumbuka ziba when ziba was holding brief wakati ziba alikuwa ameshikilia and he was administering administration of the property na, he was doing administration of soul's property interim na alikuwa akiangalia akishikilia hatamu ile mali ya sauli until the king says now i commission you hadi yule mfalme akasema sasa ninakutuma he saying right now you are simply holding brief anasema sasa hivi unashikilia tu hatamu until the owner comes for his house hadi mwenye nyumba aje kwa ajili ya nyumba yake and he says the owner of the house come back whether in the evening 
or at midnight or when the rooster crows or at dawn if I read this if I read this if I read this in the evening at midnight when the rooster crows and at dawn it tells me that he's saying be on watch be alert 24 7 24-7 all the time Kila wakati. and he goes on to say Nane verse uh, 37 uh, 36 he says if he comes suddenly gafla. do not let him find you sleeping what I say to you I say to everyone watch Kesheni. The book of Luke chapter 21 cha Luke 21 Luke 21 36 Hallelujah Hallelujah Luke 21 make sure you're preparing Luke 21 21 I'm reading 35 36 Coming like a thief but for you like I read the scripture says for you you are the children of the light you should not be surprised so he says now uh, Luke 2137 for it will come upon all those first of all before that is very powerful let me read uh, let me read 34 also he says be careful or your heart will be weighed down with dissipation drunkenness and the anxieties of life and that day will close on you unexpectedly like a thief unexpectedly like a trap for it will come upon all those who live upon the face of the earth the whole world the whole earth be always on watch again be always on the watch and pray that you may be able to escape all that is about to happen to the earth the reason you are seeing the mega prophet of the Lord a very ancient prophet of the Lord he is walking in there too Wakale sana, the ancient prophets of the Lord is walking in there too. It's a, very, it's a very stunning phenomenon in the Bible now. And he say, the reason they have come is to combat 
the other two principles that are coming sababu ambayo wamekuja ni kukabiliana na wale watawala wengine ambao wanakuja so you say na hivyo basi anasema that you have to be very careful that you may be able to be ready to escape that which is coming kwamba lazima muwe makinifu sana muweze kuepuka hicho ambacho kinakuja that you may be able to stand before the son of man ili kwamba muweze kusimama mbele ya mwana wa adamu and he says naye anasema the pleasures of this world anasa za ulimwengu they are another impediment to preparing the glorious garment of righteousness the pleasures of this life this world this is what they say to you they say ah don't worry the lord is not coming now the lord is taking too long to come put the garment aside first look just be normal more like other people no more like other people tukua kama tukua mtu wa kawaida kama watu wengine the lacking of oil the the fervence of salvation is another impediment kukosa kwa mafuta ni kizuizi kingine the foolish virgins wale wanawali wajinga they lacked oil walikosa mafuta and the bible says they did not enter heaven na biblia inasema hawakuingia mbinguni the lacking of oil is another impediment in the preparing of the glorious garment of righteousness kukosa kwa mafuta kizuizi kingine katika kuandaa vazi la uhaki beloved people watu wapendwa the messiah is coming masihi anakuja i have seen the coming of the messiah nimeona kukuja kwa messiah prepare ye the way of the lord andaini nyie njia ya bwana he is coming anakuja i have seen the messiah coming nimemuona messiah akija Time is over. Wakati umekwisha. Can we have the worship team come up here? Not the worship team, we have the violinist and one worshiper. All, all, all the all of the worshipers can come and worship here with the violinist in front somewhere wherever she'll be wherever she'll be standing they can wherever uh, I think the worshipers and then sing some wonderful songs like majesty and the and the trumpeters. Where are the trumpeters that will sound the trumpet? The violinist you cannot reach here. You cannot one violinist will come only. Thank you. Because you will we want all people to see your performance. So you will do it from that side. We want the Lord to see you there in your battalion as uh, the worshipers will be leading here and only one violinist will be here and then uh, she, she will just do the violin before the Lord. She will do those fingers. Hallelujah. This is the hour. To worship the Lord. So before anything else happens I want uh, my daughter Cynthia Toe to stand up here my very blessed daughter and, and the worshipers you can actually sit down on the, on the knee here for now sit down here the worshipers worship leaders. Wait, wait wait a moment wait a moment okay, okay come then come 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 the trumpeters on this side you are going to sing hallelujah with the, with the violinist alone Hallelujah with the violinist alone. So, say, thank you so much. Yes. Uh, hallelujah. Okay, let me just get it started with the keyboardist and then I'll give it to you. Let me just get it started first. Can everybody rise up so we receive the Lord? Lift up your hands very high up. And shout aloud. Until the walls of Jericho come down. Look at that population. Look at this population. Look at that. Look at this conference. Look at that. Look at that conference. 
Look at this conference. Lift up your hands high and clap to the Lord high up. This is powerful here. Very mighty. This is very mighty here. Don't stop. Continue clapping for the king. Hallelujah. What a mighty conference. I have never seen such a conference. All the days of my life. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Come and Come Come Fire! Moto! Fire! Moto! Look at that! Look at that! All the way to the end! All the way to the end! All the way to the end! Kote kote mbaka mwishon! Lift up your hands very high up! Inuweni mikonenu juu zaidi! Can we take our hands all of us going left? That is it. Then right. That is, look at the way they are going opposite. <laughs> look at the way they are going opposite. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Revival. This is beautiful. This is a beautiful revival. The Messiah is for sure coming. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. What an awesome conference. Okay, repeat after me now. With your hands lifted up. Say, mighty Jesus. Sema Yesu Muku. You are my Lord and Savior. Wewe ni Bwana wangu na mwokozi. And today I receive you in my heart. Na leo ninakupokea moyoni mwangu. As my Lord, come upon wangu and my Savior, Namokozi Wangu. I repent today, Nina Tumuleo, of all my sins. Please forgive me. Tafadali unisamehe. And bless me with holiness. Na unibariki na utakatifu. And give me the Holy Spirit now. Na unipatie roho mtakatifu sasa. Establish your word. Imarisha neno lako. In my heart. Moyoni mwangu. From today on. Once you are Leona Quendelea, 
I'm crossing the bridge. Ninavuka daraja. From death to life. Kutoka kwa mauti kwa uzima. In the mighty name of Jesus. Katika jina kula Yesu. Today. Leo. I. Mimi. Am born again. Hallelujah. Imeokoka. I bless you all eternally. I bless you all eternally. I bless you eternally. In the mighty name of Jesus. I bless you with eternity in heaven. I bless your righteousness. The righteousness of the Lord. I bless your holiness. The holiness of the Lord. I bless you. Your health, your provision, your safety, your family, your work, your tuition, your studies. I bless your children, your homes, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen I tell you, thank you very mighty. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Thank you, my son, for coming. Thank you. It means so much to me you came. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So let us prepare for worship. We're going to have a short worship here before the conference is closed. But three weeks from now we are here with with uh, Utawala Three. Lakini majuma matatu kuanzia sasa tutakuwa hapa na Utawala yatatu. Oh yes. Oh dear. We are coming. We are coming here. We will be here. We will be back. Tremendous. So now let me start it.
very much. Thank you. Continue worshiping. That, that is excellent, my daughter. Thank you indeed. The great, great, great worship in this church. So may the Lord bless you. Drive safe. I bless the widows and the orphans. So drive safe. Drive safe. Drive safe as you go. The Lord will keep you all the way. And if the Messiah has not arrived within three weeks, we will still be here doing the, good, the great work, the good work. May the Lord bless you and bless you and bless you again. Thank you. Just be safe on the road, slowly but sure, slowly until you get there. God will watch you as the worship continues. Thank you indeed, the Lord bless you.